0: This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Sion Sensei of Exodus, Sakalkai Alaki of Ragnarok, Kvalth Canvas of Excalibur. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. And by Alamo City Comic Con, October 28th through the 30th at the Henry B. Gonzalez Convention Center in sunny San Antonio, Texas. Alamo City Comic Con celebrates the artists that entertain us through TV, movies, comics, gaming, and cosplay. For more info including badge prices, celebrity guests, hotel accommodations, and more, visit AlamoCityComicCon.com.
1: ISERIANS!
2: JUXYPOSITION! DOO! <laughs> chill BOOM 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 BOOM! BOOM BOOM! Chilling, So much chilling, Too
0: much chilling. this is all I'm chilling. Chillin, chillin, chillin! Chill, chill, chill! BOOM BOOM BOOM! Psst, chill, chill! BOOM BOOM! Psst, chill, chill! the dragon
1: becomes me! And Nika,
3: I am the strongest woman in the world.
1: LimitBreakRadio.com 5, 4,
2: 3, 2,
1: one. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Ooh, get hype! I'm hype. Episode <laughs> number 65. And thank you for joining us here on Twitch.tv Slash Limit Break Radio Excited to have you uh, today Now, I, I, I have to admit We're a little bit thrown off Because just as we're starting the show Literally as the opening is going As on, the opening is rolling
4: no, As Kahlo is reading the the Thank you Patreon thing the, uh, the computer that We have
1: Nika's Skype call on Starts updating for Windows 10
4: Fuck yeah Thanks a lot
1: Man, we're going to have a new operating system. It's going to be great. Thanks, Microsoft. <clears throat> Thanks for nothing. God damn it. Oh my
0: gosh. What if the reason that I got DC'd is because my PC started automatically Oh invading.
1: no! I am going to be so upset... If you go home and you have Windows 10... I am going to be so upset. I think you can revert it to
3: Windows 7. Uh,
1: The fact that... But the fact that it happens at all, the fact that it's like an automatic update that you don't choose... Yeah, that they make it, like, mandatory. That happened at
3: our uh, work. Like, it gives you, like, this one to say, Hey, we're going to update you to Windows, like, 10 this Saturday. No! And if you don't say no to that, it just does it. I know, and that's... I've, I've said no on the two computers
1: that we have on all the time, but I don't keep that one on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's only on on Sundays. So, like, we would never see that message. And Oh, my God. it's That is so frustrating. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll have Nika along here in just a moment. Uh, uh, let me- she, yeah, she should be on Discord right now. Hey, Nika, you there?
5: Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Oh, yay.
1: Sorry about that. Uh, so uh, it, this it, it will uh, temporarily affect until this the, the the computer finishes updating itself. It will temporarily affect the ability for people to call in. But we do want to encourage your calls. Uh we've got Kookie standing by hanging out on Skype and on Discord. Limit break radio on Skype 810-515-8715 and limitbreak slash Discord if you'd like to call in on Discord. But it wouldn't be a limit break radio episode if there wasn't something going wrong. At right? least it's not our drop PC. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's, that's what I thought it was at first first and that's why i panicked you should have seen
4: uh, nero's face turn white it was really bad because if if the drop pc went down that we wouldn't have kooky we wouldn't have anything it not, would had no drop it we would have been bad our
1: awesome new drops that's yeah. what i was yeah at. that well you would be anyway uh, (laughs) idiot this is live radio right (laughs) yeah exactly it is live radio thank you guys for joining us here live on twitch.tv slash limit break radio and I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us during the week when we've been streaming Uh, there have been there's definitely been an uptick in the amount of uh, uptime that this channel has had in the last couple of weeks and I actually wanted to take a minute here and talk about that at the beginning of the show so that you guys understand why or like what's Going on behind the scenes, so uh, that's going to require us to talk a little bit about finances, and that means that I'm go- I'm gonna. This is an impromptu, <laughs>
2: Fuck, impromptu- why would you do that to
1: impromptu me? interview with our uh, CFO, Mister Ju- Mister <laughs> Juxtaposition. Okay, does not that you so made- scare you to say? <laughs> yes, it does. Um. So okay. So uh. By the way, I do want to thank you guys for your support over at Patreon.com/slash Limit Break Radio. Uh. The last. Time uh, that we were here, we uh, talked about the total raised over there uh, dipping below 2,000. It's currently sitting at 2,061, guys. So good news is is that Final Encountercast will get to remain on a weekly schedule. Yeah, and uh, we really do appreciate you guys stepping in uh, with the support and uh, 170 patrons. That's fucking amazing, guys. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is over at Patreon.com/slash/LimitBreakRadio. Those funds are used. To help uh, grow the show And grow the network Uh, So, uh, you know If you want to see the content from the channel increase you want to try to encourage more growth like final encounter cast like refresh and like other content that we have uh, the post show uh then the best way to do that is over at patreon.com limit break radio because the total amount raised kind of dictates the amount of content that we're able to produce so the more that we have going over there the better and you know we do get the question a lot uh what's you know what's more worth your guys's time like what's what's worth mm-hmm. you know what's what's a better allocation of my dollars is it to sub to the channel on twitch is it to give in a paypal donation or is it to give on patreon and uh we see i, I think what, what what do you know what
4: patreon's cut is uh it's i think it's like roughly like 25 30 percent is it that? I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's that, that, high. High. I don't that, know. that high I don't no. think it's that high no then I think it's like 10 or 15 I I, I think around the 10 10,
1: 10 is yeah. I think right mm-hmm. but I, I'm not sure I haven't looked recently as to you know what patreon takes uh, as a part of theirs but the it, it is important to note that the total reflected on the patreon page is the total amount that we take Receive. in yes. yes right so uh currently right now you know we when when we start the patreon uh we were very specific about what we wanted the funds to be used for and and how we would allocate them and currently uh we're sitting on
4: uh in terms of travel expenses how much how much do we have in the bank uh currently as of right now we have uh Three hundred, or excuse me, three thousand one hundred and seventy-seven dollars. Okay, so as as we have been taking in your money at uh,
1: Patreon dot slash Limit Break Radio, we've been allocating a certain percentage of what we take in every month to different funds. So specifically, the travel fund has like thirty five hundred dollars in it. Thirty one hundred. Thirty one hundred dollars in it. Uh, well, after in after uh May wraps up in June, it'll be closer to thirty five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um. Yeah, yeah. It, so. <laughs> You know that's that's the budget that we have to get us all out to FanFest. That's a really good budget, yeah, guys. That's fantastic, yeah. and that and I mean that really does mean mm-hmm. that uh, you know tons of us, uh, you know the the most amount of LBR hosts possible are going to be able to go to this year's FanFest. And that Thank you kindly. that is so fucking exciting. Uh, something
0: else to mention too: it's not just the Patreon funds that get divvied up into the different like uh, um, that's right things that we have anything that you put through on PayPal. Percentage goes into travel, percentage goes into equipment, you know, so every single source that we get basically is split up into these, into these different, uh, accounts. Uh,
1: Exactly. Yes. And so, uh, you know, another, uh, you know, we have another account to do equipment upgrades and, uh, emergency fixes because
3: that PC fixes that has definitely been a break radio and stuff breaks. That break is
1: literal guys. Uh, so, you know, you guys have been seeing The ongoing advantages Of having that fund available To us and then the last part Of that is what we use to uh, Compensate ourselves and per LBR episode each of us gets $40 So for three hours of our time We're actually making less than $15 An hour to produce This show and we only get paid while we're Live like if we don't do a show We don't get paid Mm -hmm. that show
0: someone's uh, You know with family or at work they don't get paid
1: That's right so that that episode that You know we we skipped or that week that we skipped a couple of weeks ago We didn't get paid for that because mm-hmm. we think that that's Fair and then now because uh, Because final Encountercast is weekly and because that uh, You know that fund is able to stay above Two thousand dollars we're able to pay Ourselves twenty dollars for final Encountercast. so that's about ten dollars an hour There so just kind of not a,
3: not counting Time developing that's right yeah. Or yeah Anything else that's
1: right um, so Just I, I just want to be really Transparent about the way that We're using your money and and, uh, you know, it's been really, really helpful for us to be able to plan things.
5: Your intro lied to me. There is no juxtapositions. <laughs>
1: uh, th- thanks, death. Uh So, uh, uh, wait, why is not Wait, how is there he's, no juxtapositions? He's landis now.
2: <laughs> I, I, sh- no. I
0: shamed him so bad with <laughs> Scuro that in order to re-elevate his status, he had to take my name. So, he's not my little brother.
3: Your brother. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, um, I, I no, think we no, all no, know
0: the no, truth
1: I, You two got married Yeah It uh, is official yeah, yeah. Why no. would I marry him When I have my benefactor to marry No uh, Cause you Cause he took your last name that's how because I adopted him. And he
5: gets money from that family too. So He's so my maybe son. maybe it's a polyamorous relationship?
4: Juxta.
1: All right, so, <laughs> I am your father. All right, let's let's Jesus. just let's just get to the point here because this is the this is the change that we've made recently. So, uh with the subscription uh the incoming subscription money that we get from Twitch, that's about uh you know, like 275 sometimes upwards of $300. Uh
4: yeah, and the low end it's usually around like 245ish, but ever since like we really started pushing for streaming last it's, month it's yeah. been as high as two two 295, 295, the, 295. last month
1: so uh what we started doing is we started tallying the amount of hours that each of us are streaming sort of like you know logging hours on a time card and the person who has the most hours logged at the end of the 30-day period that twitch sends out payments gets the entirety of that payment so a lot of the uptime that you've seen on the channel with other games or with Final Fantasy 14 or Final Fantasy 11 is you know we're we're working hard to be able to you know that's like that's 300 bucks is a lot of fucking no, money no no L-
0: let me explain <laughs> right now this past month i had to fix two things on my car that
1: if it wasn't for that twitch money last month i would have been so so I just uh, yeah so if you have been enjoying yourself on uh, you know on our streams or if you've been enjoying the show uh, you know consider supporting and just so you know that's how we use your money we use your money you know we're not very responsible on the show but we actually treat your money very responsibly and we use it in the way that we think is best so uh, you know just putting all of that out there if you want to give to patreon.com slash limit break radio we invite you to if you didn't like what you heard and you are a patreon and you want to go that's totally you're right um but that's honestly how we use your money
3: and we thought it was uh, kind of important to address here so we, ever since we started the patreon too we've always felt the transparency was going to be very important with it and yes. so whenever we have the chance to kind of just break it down and let you guys know what's going on whether it's in a green room video <laughs> or bad, it's on wow. right here
1: Raggins,
3: Raggins.
1: Stepping wee, in, wee, wee. Ha, ha, ha. stepping in with a hundred dollars. Thank you, thank you, Ragons. my friend. That's very um,
0: and and not to mention too. Since we started doing it this way too, I mean everyone's uh, stream time has has been going up. I mean I did knock out of the park the first month, but now I'm pretty much tied with uh uh, uh Nero and Nika this month. We've mm-hmm. Nika's actually been seeing some stream time, yep. guys. Oh,
5: We're all
4: right. soldiers now? <laughs> uh Streaming soldiers. So uh, yeah,
1: it, it, just so you guys know, if. If congratulations
5: you, oh. <laughs> on your mirage callow and
4: death.
1: <laughs> congratulations on your mirage <laughs> well
4: he did it's spell a beautiful there, mirage right?
1: huh <laughs> i don't know how to respond to that <laughs> not, sure, not sure that that came out how you wanted it to escape death but uh anyway thank you for the donation I'm just so happy uh <laughs> Are you?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Duke Block, there should actually be uh, an option underneath our stream right now, uh, a notification option. If that's turned on, whenever we go live, it will
1: send an email to you. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, by the way, if you'd like to join us live for the show. Here's to the happy
2: couple. Cheers, Callow and Juxta. We knew you'd get together. Oh, it's
1: canon. canon. Oh. oh. oh, oh. Juxta
0: and pretty sure are married. we've already been labeled as life mates before. So. Yeah, but now you're married. Yeah, it's now official. Yeah, it's official. Now we get
3: benefits. All those years arguing for <laughs> equal <laughs> rights have finally paid off.
1: Oh, my God, guys. Uh, Ninjas. That's gay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is that an Overwatch drop?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I'm like, what? Oh, God bless you, South Park. Uh, oh, man. Anyway, all right. So uh, if you'd like to join us live and uh, you're on the Sergeant Tannis server, you can uh, hang out in our new free company house that's in the Goblet Plot 30 on the Fifth Ward. Uh, and yeah, so come uh, hang out in uh, in our studios. Juxus spends a lot of time tinkering with the studios, even if he doesn't do anything else in this game. No, no.
4: Well, it's, it's glamour what happened this to all ended. the
5: madrigoras
4: i don't know you have to find them gone. They, they up and walked away and did you oh God. i want to ask your opinion
5: on that oh no <laughs> wait i see i see them they're by the by kooky well don't spoil it nika Come oh, are they on.
3: all next spoilers? to
5: her? i don't know i see a couple of them oh,
3: uh all the important Jackson, ones I, I wanted are to ask right your there. opinion on that is is Moghouse glamour better than regular glamour? Oh definitely. Yeah. There's so
4: much you can more you can do with the Moghouse Glamour.
3: Uh all right. So geez.
4: Marriage
2: asterisk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Marriage asterisk. Oh, there we go. I'm getting an extremely gay vibe. So, uh, Scape Death pointing out the importance of spell checking when you make your donations. <laughs> uh, or just donate twice. Or just donate twice. because that's, that's, that's no skin d- off our nose. $2 that we didn't have before. By the way, if uh, you're a fan of Limit Break Radio and uh, you use the Google Play Store, we are now available on Google Play, both the LBR Podcast Network as well as Limit Break Radio's Final Fantasy 14 stream, Final Encountercast, and Refresh are all available over over at Google Play. And uh, if you subscribe on iTunes, we uh, ask that, uh, you know, if you have the time. Write us a review on the iTunes Marketplace. It really helps people find us, and uh, we would appreciate it if you did. T-shirts are going out this week. I think they've started going out. We don't actually have Papa Woody here called in sick before the show, so we don't... Shit! My drink's almost gone. I know. <laughs> He'll be missed. Uh, so, uh, we don't uh, We don't have an update on the T-shirts, but he is sending those out as quickly as possible, and uh, we also want to remind you about Alamo City Comic Con that's going down October 28th through the the 30th at the Henry P. Gonzalez Convention Center in San Antonio, Texas. Alamo City Comic Con celebrates the artists that entertain us through movies, comics, gaming, and cosplay. For more information, including badge prices, celebrity guests, hotel accommodations, and more, visit Uh, We uh, told you last time, and we've told you a couple of times about the final symphony concert. Well, I just this week got an email from them, and they have an exciting announcement. Hironobu Saka. Gucci, the creator of the Final Fantasy video game series. Here
5: all gay
2: soldiers now cap a pride.
1: <laughs> Thank you Miss Matcher. Uh the the creator of the Final Fantasy video game franchise will appear in a pre-concert talk. Prior to final symphony music from Final uh, from Final Fantasy, July twenty seventh at seven thirty p.m. Again, this is going down at the San Francisco Symphony uh, at uh, 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 Wednesday, July twenty seventh at uh, the Davies Symphony Hall in San Francisco. Get your tickets now.
6: To the awesome Scuro,
5: my hero. <laughs>
1: What? Ban him. Yeah, no. Who who said that? Uh, That was Master Q Fox. No. For only a dollar, ban him. Uh, If you want tickets, head on over to sfsymphony.org. All right, let's check out what is going on in FF14 news. This is a limit breaking news update. This week saw the launch of the Make It Rain campaign. How many of you Uh, guys have done it?
5: I have. Me. Oh, my God. It's Uh, so
7: funny.
1: (laughs) Oh, stop. Is it? No.
5: It is
7: so funny. Why what if, uh, do you mean no? Look,
0: the only thing that makes it worth it is that there is like an all around all the time buff of 50% MGP stacked with the 10% one from free companies. If you hit 10K on the mini cackpot, you get 16K. Oh,
5: that's why I got 16K. I was like, yeah. ah. But well, other than that, cool.
0: it's not really an event so much. It is a repeatable quest, a quest for an emote. So once you get the emote, why the f- What's the emote? Eureka. 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 You do this. Bing and an put up your mark, finger mark, uh, yeah
4: your exclamation mark. like aha <laughs> so that good. sounds
5: and, no and you know you know what someone pointed out on Facebook and it's really cute if you make a facial expression and then do group pose you, that face goes with whatever emote you did so if you do like a scared impression and then do Eureka your face like it's really funny you should do it
3: But anyway, I think. Yeah, that sounds like something a Nero would do. Oh! (laughs) Actually, Eureka just popped up
0: on (laughs) that that
1: person. Oh, yeah, okay, I see it.
0: (laughs) I mean, look, the emote's kind of cool, but it's not so much an event.
4: It's a little Metal Gear Solid ish. I may. There's already been a box with an exclamation point coming out of it on the web. Yeah,
0: it's been done. It, I, I feel like it's not so much an event. Yeah, as but I may not, not have to pass like it up.
4: This little like here you go. It's,
0: it's kind is, of what every
3: event thing. is though it's, in fourteen. It's, it's, it's always just like a bunch of real short little quests I, and you get something at but the end. I
0: thought it was funny. Usually there's some type of like tokens that you get and there's a couple things that you can get like a pet or or whatever. There's, not so much lately. I feel like
3: the last couple ones haven't they just been kind of like one
0: item at the well, end the or other, two th- items. The other thing about this one too is it's kind of like a it's a murder mystery sort of deal. We have to find the culprit. But there isn't really a wrong answer. Like apparently there, there's there's well, a
4: right answer where you get extra story. You but, can win no matter how you answer. Yeah. But like, there is wrong answers. Like I skipped everything. I didn't read a single thing and I was able to do it. So Well, that's I mean you can you can get through the quest. I mean it's yeah. made for idiots like Kalo, so Is that any way to talk to your father? <laughs>
1: husband uh so by the Why way not both? By, by the Ooh. way yeah. hey, uh, no shaming in here this is a no judgment zone if <laughs> if you uh want to do the seasonal event it is available to do from uh the 27th all the way through friday june 10th at 7:59
4: a.m
3: pacific how long would you say it takes to complete the event start to finish
4: um, like ten, yeah, fifteen minutes if yeah, you're trying. Fifteen minutes, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't all know. Swing I swing that before June 10th.
5: It's worth it's worth doing. It's a cute story, and you get an emote, so there's no reason not to do
4: it. Yeah, got it. If you just do it for the emote, you can I get ca- it done in like three minutes. I, I yeah, oh, really? I kind of yeah, I kind of yeah. do want the I'm like not gonna it's, lie. It's worth
0: the
1: emote. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Metal Gear Solid thing is pretty cool. <laughs> it's, good, it's good. Not Metal Gear. It Solid. is. It is Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear. It absolutely is. Uh, all right. So uh, following up on uh, the, uh, the, the limit-breaking music that we did uh, a couple of weeks back, uh, the winners for the Heavensward Music Contest have been announced. Ooh, did we win? No, well, we didn't enter. Well, I mean, did we call out one of the winners? No, we, we didn't. Well, we didn't call the grand prize winner. Uh, the grand prize winner was uh, Jail, uh, Jail Definium. Yeah, I think that's pretty close. Why do I know that name? Uh,
3: you don't. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know why. Do you? Th- is that person a listener? Uh, I feel like we've said that name on the show before. I, I, I don't think that we have. Have we featured his music
1: before, maybe? Her, Her. and Her? I don't think so. No. Um, but they did a great uh, piano. I say, can can we listen to the the like grand prize winner? Absolutely, Absolutely not. Uh, so we're yeah. Let's just have a little <laughs> uh, uh, bonus impromptu uh, limit breaking music and check out this entry from uh, from Jail who ended up winning the grand prize. Oh, well, she's a very talented player, for sure. Oh, yeah. The camera camera work is really good, too. Her dexterity score's off the chart. you you say your dexterity score?
0: Dexterity score. Oh. Hers.
3: Nah. She's got a plus five
0: dex. She's got more than a plus five. That's like a natural 20 she's got in it. That is plus five. Which wasn't six? No, it's not. So,
1: <laughs> so uh, there were messages that were written along with each one of the entries that won. And uh, the message that was written here was, uh, Heaven's Word is filled with the emotions of loneliness, sadness, evanescence, and small drops of hope. This piece was played with a ton of heart, and the melody was fully expressive of all the emotions that shroud Ishgard. Coupled with the stunning arrangement of this song, so many things sprang to mind when I first watched the video, and without realizing it, I found myself crying. It's truly amazing that the sound uh, has, uh, has the power to move a person's emotions. I felt that both the arrangement and the performance of this piece were phenomenal.
4: So sounds good <laughs> yes it does good good observation there
0: yeah, you know a, a lot of the stuff that, that we heard and featured on breaking music was obviously there, there was a lot of talent put into it and there was yeah. a lot of effort put into not just the musical arrangement but also the the uh presentation of it visually as well um And I think, you know, what we see here visually isn't all that much, but what it does go to show you is how much extra stuff jail here put into just the music. Yeah. And that's I guess really what it comes down to. That's that's what the contest was was about was was the music. So.
1: Absolutely. But some Whoa, of the videos yeah. Some of the videos that we did feature uh did get runners up. Uh Lena Silt uh was one that we had featured on the show. Uh Dathius Eventide, uh one of the one of the best metal uh mm-hmm. uh remixes in there. Uh, oh,
0: it, apparently your little rocker got an honorable that, mention. That's,
1: that's, uh, that's Dathius. Oh, yeah. nice. That's Dathius, yep. Um, and uh, a couple of more. You guys should go check it out. Uh, Bartleby also got a got a mention in there. <gasps> for, yes! For his, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: No. No, the, oh. the, the
0: one that we, we the did. The one with the, the banjo. Uh, yeah, with the banjo. And the harmonica.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, about being out on the range. And, and also <laughs> uh, a crowd favorite, Pharrell Nefertiti getting a mention in there as well for the uh, hip-hop sampled... Uh, uh, version that 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 he did so uh a so really cool stuff. I encourage you guys to check out all of the entries because all of them were really really fucking cool. So uh, you can uh, find those both over at the lodestone. You can find the winners and the runners up over at the lodestone. But uh, if you just search around YouTube, you can also find them uh, find them pretty well. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have done well. That's pretty much it in terms of uh, news for FF14, except for the trailer. The trailer. Uh this, the trailer. This week. This week. This week. Saw. What's having a stroke? <laughs> I think what are you guys doing? <laughs> Juxta's losing Do you, his mind. I think <laughs> he's stroking out. Do you smell
4: burning toast? I always smell toast. <laughs> That's not a good thing. Uh, anyway. It's <laughs> if you like toast.
0: <laughs> He's not <laughs> wrong.
4: <laughs> you,
0: actually, you actually made him put his head against the desk. <laughs> head to desk.
2: Oh, Just my finding God. the bright
3: side of a stroke. Oh, my God. Well, I like toast. <laughs>
1: Oh, toast is pretty Well, oh, look, he's not slurring his words, so I think he's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, how are we doing? By the way, how are we doing on that Windows 10
4: situation oh, over there? I don't know. I haven't checked yet. I'm going to go check? Yeah, go check. Let's, let's what, find I out. Pretty- let's, let's, get a, let's
5: get a When I said Windows 10, it took a couple hours. Whoa, 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 whoa,
4: uh, Upgrading Windows, your PC will to start. 20th, re- restart 23th. several times. Oh, boy. Well,
1: we got a while, I think. Yeah, one, I think- one isn't enough god damn it all right well fuck uh looks like yeah that that may that may hamper our ability for callers hey hey guys Uh, what do you tell a juxta with two black eyes
0: nothing you already told him twice (laughs) now go make me a fucking sandwich
1: (laughs) i get it (laughs) because
0: he's my wife
1: (laughs) i see what you did there it's funny. Sexist. It's funny. get rid of me that easily. It's funny because it's domestic violence. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> we almost actually did kill Chuck stuff.
1: Uh, he almost sprayed it all over the, the soundboard. We might have to cut off his drink privileges. Yeah, that uh, that's two weeks in a row no, that I, your I drink has almost caused a desk. problem. It would have been fine. No, it wouldn't have been fine. But on the desk. It wouldn't have been fine.
4: I can... Sp- Control where my spray goes. Oh, no. I'm sure oh. you can. I have perfect spray control. God, Fraser. Wait, you two oh. live together. Callow, can you verify
3: that? Can he control where his spray uh, goes? You have to
0: talk to Fairbear about that one. He's <laughs> your wife. According to Arthas, though, spraying is the proper way to play video games. <laughs>
1: Spray and pray. (laughs) Uh, All right. So uh, let's uh, we've got this uh, three patch 3.3 trailer. It's causing a lot of hype and it better because there's really nothing else to get hype about. It better not just cause hype. It better be worth the hype. Well, let's uh, fingers crossed. Let's hope so. Um, So uh, I figure let's watch the it's not a very long. Well, I mean, it's like a 10 minute trailer, but let's. Sort of watch it all the way through, and then we'll go and do a scene-by-scene scene breakdown of the trailer. So, uh, here we go. Here's the patch 3.3 3, uh, trailer. I think I have this properly sized. So. Oh, get hype! Get hype? Get hype. Do you have it do You have it up? Here we go. Here we go. I hear it. Uh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I need to resize wait, this. Wait, hold this, is, this is, is awful. This is,
4: this is crazy. What are you doing? Hang Well, it's it seems... Do you even list? <laughs> no bro what you
1: don't lift no i know i don't i'm confused mm-hmm. uh reginald uh, are you quoting full house oh <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: i don't know why this is not uh... uh could you actually just resize it well the yeah the just just take oh it, there so, it is so the square got is it. centered on the screen
1: i figured it out so we thank can you. see it thank you okay do you got it Good God! Can I actually do this? All right. Uh, let's check out the trailer here. I am
2: not the first brute. I am vengeance incarnate. I am the Hog.
4: Thou shall die.
1: That's a pretty good scream, Why though. Why wouldn't be it. angry? I gotta the give.
4: Dragon it. becomes me.
1: This eerily apt.
0: Yeah, this is pretty good. Have you not seen this yet? No, I wanted to wait and see it on the
1: show. Yeah. Was that
0: guy in the dragon's mouth?
1: Oh, yeah, man. yeah. This awesome. is this is pretty. This cool. so cool. Is, this is pretty fucking cinematic. Is more, I gotta give. Him he has out. taken my comrade's body for his own, but if I must slay my dearest friend to defeat my direst foe, oh, I
0: remain Amric
4: from my duty.
0: Oh yeah, go Emmerich's waifu
2: Remember your training. We hold fast until the Lord Commander returns.
1: You know, she, you know what she needs? She needs a big bearded redhead to just (laughs) stare at her. (laughs) She really is fan of Tarthas. She is. (laughs) I have to say this, this, uh, this may be the most hype for me. Uh, Is this the new dungeon? uh, Void arc. This is the new void art. Uh-huh.
4: Oh right, with the giant fucking temple in the background. Or whatever, yep. Right. Yeah. 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 You can kind of see it off in uh-huh. the distance. I kind of sad that it goes back into that same tile set later on. Mm. As the void yes. you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Although they've got—I mean—they've got to tie it together thematically. We still don't know what created that kind of architecture. I hope Emric dies.
0: Shut <laughs> up. Like and stays dead. I just think that that would be really powerful. Heroes never. You die. mean my
5: like hearts and stuff? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like hearts and farts, except pr- preferably not without a big plot hole.
3: Whoa, you needed killing. That fight looks awesome.
1: It really does. It, I'm. There's so many things about it that look really, really Whoa. cool. I don't know, what, like
3: specifically what department at SE is responsible for making these trailers, but they are not paid enough.
0: Some of these monsters look really fucking sweet, though.
1: Take back what I said. Yeah, I I
4: am so unhyped
1: about the Moogle quest. I really am. I mean, it's what der- really? Yeah.
5: This oh, no. Oh, this little trailer makes it so good. Okay, no. no, the fact that no, they're crafting. No, you, dailies, you haven't watched it. It doesn't yet. matter. It doesn't
0: matter. They're crafting dailies and get her done. That enough Wait, has turned me are? on. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's all crafting. You didn't know that?
5: Well, it looked like he was flying around on the puff inland doing stuff like you do with the little bug. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, although,
1: that's if the, the puff is the mount, that would be really cool.
4: I bet. No, I'm sure it is. the a mount? Yeah. Yeah.
5: But he was actually going around and like spitting little crap onto other things like you do with the Quest and the dragon fleas and stuff.
4: I didn't know that
1: this was possible, but I am somehow even more bored of Hallbreaker now.
5: I thought you what? were suddenly gonna say that you were, oh god, you that
1: you were excited about it. No. Uh-uh. No,
5: I am so... Okay. No, no, just wait till it gets to the end of this part. Oh my
1: god. Well, we'll do, again, we'll do a scene-by-scene breakdown. This
0: part. Are you fighting Merleweb? Is that what happens? No.
5: But oh. Merleweb's there. See, she's right there. And these big, giant fucking Rogadin Limsa guys. Mm. Mm. You fight them. It's possible. You beat them, and then Merleweb fights you. you Nika, so. stop.
2: Are oh, you even so. trying? I hope so. Okay.
1: Uh, so, here's here we've got some, uh,
4: Aquapolis.
1: Yeah,
2: Aquapolis!
4: Aquap-a-with. I'm so excited. I'm waiting for the magma polis. I think they done goofed. No.
3: They
4: didn't. Nope, it was a win. <gasps> Treasure. Can't wait to get that
0: 100k. I love this. 100k split.
4: Yeah, oh, no, no, not split. I know, that'd be awesome Yeesh. though. Oh, well, it could have been a translation. <laughs> yes.
1: This is, but it well, look, it is look such how short nothing. This was. Yeah, it was yeah. so nothing. It's not, well, it's cheesy. It's never yet.
3: anything though with the Hildebrand stuff. <laughs>
5: Sometimes they show you. you're v- 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 posing like Hildebrand is the bomb. Mm,
3: just stop, Nico. No, it's awesome. I'm with I'm with Nico on this one. Just stop. Oh, I am it. so hyped for these fucking flower pots! Woo,
5: mm, Flowers and sweet hairstyles, yo. Well, I actually really like that dumb. shaggy that one, girl one. That one looked like the fucking lightning one. Fucking
1: Pompadour!
5: God, that's
0: terrible.
4: It's, it's got so its good. own
1: physics.
5: It's, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because like every anime has a character with a hairstyle like that. You're
4: a messie. They're putting my hair in Final Fantasy 14
5: Dude, that those nav gear. That was the
3: I want the nav gear. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's really awesome. Cool
4: Oh, what's this? Fields glory. PvP. And you're us over the pot.
1: Ah! <laughs> finally get our first look at uh, Deep Dungeon here. I like the music. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
3: Deep dick. I'm glad. Like, I'm happy to get a look at it, but I almost wish they'd have waited. Cause, like, now I'm just like, oh, why isn't this coming out? I more? know. No. I know. I want this.
0: Yeah, they didn't say or show anything. We've been like, what about deep dungeon? We don't get anything about deep dungeon. Yeah.
3: That yeah, well. There's, there's just me?
4: there's no pleasing us. No,
1: I don't. I don't. But look really at those
4: that. weapons, though. I need that in my life.
1: Those weapons are pretty cool. Gotta say.
4: I love the ninja one is so small. It's like you're holding light toothpicks. I think we're gonna have to bring back our warriors of Mog. I'm not a Mog, no. No glamour
0: of the Mog stuff. Dun 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 You're the Mog. Warriors of oh, Mog. That's right, you're you're gobblecocks.
1: And now, actually, to be honest, after after seeing after seeing Sorkai, I'm so I'm a million percent less hyped for it.
0: What really? Yeah. Sor-Kai. Oh, they brought the Muggles back though? Mm-hmm. That oh no, very look, it's Moglin. The are you're, in fighting, that zone.
5: you're fighting Moglin like King Mogamog. I'm so excited. Huh. That's yeah, well,
1: th- I, I, I mean, that's kind of, like, Yoshi P said you will get to take your revenge on Moglin,
2: so.
3: I think, like, the thematics on the zone look right, except it needs to be darker. Like, you should be here at nighttime. Mm-hmm. If you're here at nighttime, I think it would look a lot better.
5: Hey, look, it's the Jocker.
3: Oh, yeah, that is a jogger,
0: uh, You're right. Fighting Raish <laughs> Gore. <Bel-Gour>? Yes.
5: <Huh. laughs> Did you say
0: Raish Raselool.
5: <laughs> I don't know why we're Brought fighting. Bat
0: using the Nidhog Pit.
5: <laughs> I love the usage of answers here. Oh, so is it, isn't that Dragon Song? Yes. Yeah, right, so I, I, I meant Dragon Song. Meant dragon that's song.
1: still that's awesome. Though it is. A, yeah, it's a great application. Yeah, no, like it's like
5: they put it in perfectly. Yeah. I hope they use some version of this song as the battle music.
1: Like they did with uh, T13. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. No, I. That that was that was a huge uh, huge win for them.
2: the
5: oh,
3: edge, yeah.
5: Perfect. This looks so cool. And then right
3: here. Oh, that was cool.
1: Great. Perfect. Great presentation. Great presentation on that. That's some awesome fucking art that they're using for it, too. That'll look so cool. Looking. Sure is, guys. Sure is. Uh, so uh, I think that there is some well-deserved hype there for sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, if, if we'd like to, to hear what you have to say, what you think, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype, eight one zero two zero seven one seven. Six, I'm sorry, Eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. I was giving out the FEC number off the top of my head. Limitbreakradio.com slash Discord. Uh, yeah, we're, we're still not 100% sure if, how callers are going to work because we don't actually have... I have a, th- a way to, like, mute them beforehand? Well, we, it, it, the audio wouldn't make its way to Nika because it's not... Mm. It, it, if, if audio was feeding back into that same computer, you'd
4: get a feedback loop. Unless... I can just moment. not
5: talk to any caller and just sit here.
4: <laughs>
0: just just we, be quiet. Or you can just oh, That's all we ever wanted.
4: Wow, Mika, that's so generous of you. Yay! You're welcome. Although that's I have to have a favorite around here. I have to say, having you
1: having you on Discord like really cuts down the background noise. <laughs> I, it it is shocked. Well,
3: that's
5: because I have a push to talk key. To <laughs>
3: uh oh. Okay. <laughs> can you do a push to talk on Skype? You can't.
5: I I think you can if you like reverse you mute can, your mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've done it before.
3: Anyway, uh, so,
1: uh, all right, let's do a scene-by-scene breakdown of the trailer. Uh, we got all of the audio in in, in the, the first go-round. Uh, we're going to just go ahead and uh, make this just a little bit smaller there. So that there, we, there we go. We can uh, we can have a nice conversation about the uh, about the trailer here. So, uh, all right, let's, uh, let's The trailer
0: overall has made a lot of people very emotional. Uh, yeah, uh, Malchior is talking about how she has this giant hole in, in her heart. Uh, I would recommend trying to find a way to fill it. Uh, I would not recommend using a giant pillar
1: of light. Lol. That, uh, that does the opposite. Uh, so uh, here we start off with the uh, main scenario preview and uh, of course we did get uh, a a little uh, write up from Square Enix about this the conference held at Falcon's Nest was intended to celebrate the reconciliation between man and dragon but the lingering shade of Nidhogg clad in the flesh of the Azure Dragoon marked the occasion by spilling the blood of his own kind a a timely atrocity to remind the children of Ishgard that the conflict was far from over those in uh, those in those twilight hours Nidhogg. Hog cried out for vengeance, and his brethren raised their voices for the final chorus of the Dragon Song War. Uh, Except
4: s- they
0: didn't actually die, so what's the big deal?
1: So, uh, it's tough
4: to he tell... Still, he still spilt that blood, though.
0: Right, but I feel like it all... all uh, uh, cause what was the name of the, the person, or, or the dragon that got attacked? uh i don't i don't remember <laughs> well, I
4: don't, anyway
0: um, because they're not dead all they have to do is then take that like attack and use it to rally the dragons more to their cause had they actually been dead then the dragons could have been like look see this is what happens when we get involved with humans and it could have like you know raised the stakes a bit more for us because what if now the dragons aren't backing us
2: hmm
1: well i i mean the that's near the near. thank you uh, yeah, so, but, I mean, it, Square Enix seems really gun-shy about, uh, about character death, you know, like, they, they pulled the, tr- they actually pulled the trigger on, uh, on, uh, hearts and farts, which uh, is still pretty impressive.
2: And, it, and it, it,
0: was amazing, like.
3: It really was. And, it's it's the most talked about thing in the Ishgard story, isn't it? Right, 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 absolutely. The only
0: other permanent character death is, uh, what was her name? Uh, Moon
1: or or Moonbrita well, and I, I suppose you sail too. Uh, well, we yeah, we don't know. They I mean any of these characters could very easily make a return. Like this let's start true, there. this is true. so but, um, with, but currently
5: I don't think yeah. I don't think Hearts and Farts is ever coming back. No. W- w- well, but that's an Moon, opinion though. With
0: Moonbrita gone, like no one's really touched on that. Like I feel like a lot of people just brush over it. Hearts and Farts has been his death story-wise, narratively has been the biggest success ever. People are still reeling from that. Sure. And then all of the ones that, you know, they've Faked it or teased it, like the Sultana. I feel like all you hear is negatively about that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So
1: why are they so shy about doing it? Like, I, I see, obviously, don't not wanting to overdo it. Yeah. And and the thing is, is like, why, like, Vidolfnir, like, is is that really a character that's worth keeping around?
5: Yeah, she's awesome. Really? Yeah, but you, you,
1: but wouldn't she? Remember, she was spirit. in my dream.
5: Remember, but, but what's <laughs> she's the, worth she, it? Wouldn't,
1: wouldn't it, wouldn't she serve a better narrative purpose? In that case, because that again, it just felt like another pulled punch. Yeah.
5: No, I agree. I, she probably should have died there. It would have been more like heartwrenching.
1: Yes, it would, it, and it would have been meaningful, and more people would have remembered yeah. Vidalsnir. When I watched
0: that scene, I was like, "Oh shit!" And then when I found out that they were okay, like and they're like, "Oh, she's been taken back to the the annex." triangle. It was literally like, the
3: next scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, like, what? I'm like, oh, looks stupid. Okay. It would it would have set up really nicely, just like this whole like almost civil war between the dragons caused by that death, and you're siding with the side that's. Against Nidhogg, yeah, Team Dragons. Mm-hmm. So, what are we actually seeing here in the trailer? It does look like a cutscene,
1: but it does—it is the dev- for sure the lead up to Final Steps of Faith. Uh, you know, we see. The uh, sections of the bridge falling here. I like that we actually see a battle going on on the bridge. Makes me wonder if this is going, if we're going to have some kind of encounter, like a duty that takes you across the battle of the bridge. I think we should. I I mean, I I would. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a really good way to do it and add another one of those kind of like solo encounters that they've been. Adding, which are really good, oh, yeah. and I think that they could deliver a great cinematic moment. Being here. able to fight alongside like
3: Emmerich and his waifu yeah. as they're like going to town these these dragons would be pretty fucking awesome. I'm curious what the bridge is going to look like after this. Is it going to be like in disrepair from now on? You know, we'll repair it in the next scene. I
0: was gonna say, <laughs> um, we can't actually go on the bridge itself. No, no, that's true. See, that right. would be something cool to add, or or would have yeah. been cool to have if the bridge was someplace we could actually go. And now after all of this, if you go to the bridge. Yeah, it's just fucking in shambles.
1: So I've got a question for you guys. Now, no one has been able to identify what scene is taking place at the beginning of the Heavensward Cinematic, like the one that we were shown off at FanFest. We've never seen that scene play out. Oh, is or that, like,
5: is, is a dragoon in like...
1: Right, yeah. And yeah. At, right, right here at the end of the trailer, or at the end of this section of the trailer rather... Uh, you know, we see, I'll back it up here. We see, you know, kind of the uh, uh, a mirror scene of one that kind of exists in the opening cinematic of the Dragoon walking out to confront Nidhog. So it sort of does make me wonder, like, whether or not this is the see, opening cinematic being played out. I was forecasting the final battle you mean? I right. had always assumed that the opening cinematic was never an actual
0: event so much as it was just supposed to be like here you know place yourself in this guy's sort of uh, uh you know shoes cuz that's like you know the main character or whatever but you're right the fact that it's showing some dragoons stepping onto the battlefield right. obviously it's not estinian cuz estinian is nidhog right so unless they do something dumb where like you're able to exercise
3: estinian from him and now he's joining you which i think would be dumb yeah, maybe it is supposed to be a person. That'd be cool if you're like going through, like, doing some quests in Ishgard. Or like, as the beginning of the battles break out, you're getting some cutscenes, and like you see the the big like chain cannons firing off in the in the or distance, and stuff like that. That'd be really. What cool. it yeah. could be is that could just be the cutscene that we see. So I mean, you know, when aniro goes into
0: it, it won't be the Dragoon, it would be a Dark Knight standing there. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: d- anyway, it d- it does sort of uh, raise a couple of questions whether or not we'll see an encounter attached with this uh, or uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, but definitely really well animated. Um, I think that this is one of the better looking cutscenes. scenes. They, they, they've been getting better and better and better. And so, they do I mean, action really well. They, yeah. they just they frame
4: action very, very well. So one uh, thing I'm really hoping to look forward to in the next uh, main storyline quest is is uh, a nice big grand melee tournament between the three grand oh companies. Oh god. So I feel like that would really add to the depth of the world. Uh, someone just pointed out, um,
0: I bet we free Astinian and then the Warrior of Darkness ganks him in the next scene. Whoa! That'd be cool. That would oh,
3: be high yeah, wrenching too. <laughs> Got him. Save him from Nidhogg. He stands up and don't, gets his head cut off. Don't worry guys, I stopped him. Warriors of Darkness for the win. <laughs>
1: So we've also, uh, the next part of the trailer moves into the Weeping City of Makai. Now uh, this is uh, what I'm personally really excited for. I think that this is a really cool looking zone. I like the fact that the first part of it is outdoors and you're working up to this structure right here. Now we see the temple very kind of like distantly in the background here, and you can even see what people have theorized to be Ozma. In in, I'm like ninety nine point nine
5: percent sure it is Ozma. It's
1: totally Ozma. Well, it it it, I mean it looks like Ozma. It's just whether
4: or not they'll name it Ozma.
5: So. Oh, I bet they will.
4: I noticed, like, in the... If cloud, cloud
5: of Darkness is Cloud of Darkness, Ozma will be Ozma.
4: When I noticed Ozma, like, the like little graphic like that's in Ozma kind of looks like the outside portion of the Makai place to me from what I saw in this uh, trailer. Hmm, interesting. Uh, also, yeah,
5: Taser pointed out the city is called Mahak. The people are or, the Makai.
4: Oh, okay, Mahak, whatever. Okay, sure.
1: It's spelled M-A-Flem. Mahak, <laughs> <laughs> Mahak. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, we uh, we see this lead up and fighting some uh, big alligators here. Uh, Now, this is pretty cool. I think that this is awesome. We get um, a, a party that looks like it's separated from the other two that have to break these pillars for the boss arena to fall down and have all of your party to fight the boss i think that that's kind of a cool uh a, a cool environmental trick yeah um and we've you know we've talked about having you know well and we've seen in the the large raids having parties split up physically from each other but i think that this is a really cool way to like present it in the game right yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, they because they had similar ideas in was it uh. Crystal Tower or the the Labyrinth of the Ancients where you had to all separate and each do a fight on your own separate platform. Right. Mm-hmm. But if this is like... like- could you theoretically try to fight the boss as just your party and not knock down the other two parties? Uh, I don't know. That That's that's a good question. Um, It'd be hard mode. Yeah, the, Sounds like something trolly
1: we could do on stream. Oh yeah, that does sound something trolly. Uh, but, it, you know, uh, unlike the uh, Atmos fight in Labyrinth of the Ancients, this is not one where when your party gets done with its objective, the fight is done. Because right. now the boss falls down and you've all got to fight the boss. I think that that's a pretty cool way to do uh, an environmental uh, trick like that. So uh, I'm looking forward to the fight. I like it, too. Yeah. Uh, we Let's see. We've also got some more fighting, more fighting. Here we've actually we're now inside the temple and we see more of the architecture like we did inside of Void Arc.
3: One thing but- I like that SE manages to do with their environmental team is they're good at making things feel huge. Oh yeah! This this room feels so massive, and that's like one of the things I took away from the Anti Tower when we went there. It's like it felt huge to me. Sorry, Uh,
5: like half a second fighting this giant wall face.
3: Yeah, yeah. What
5: the fuck is that? Like it's only so focused on it for like half a second.
1: It uh, Well, and they do have a uh, screenshot of it in the uh, in the uh, preview that they provided us, which by the way, says uh, deep in the Ephraim Saltmore uh, lie the ruins of the fabled city of Mah- <laughs> uh, a civilization of the fifth astral era who's... Uh, 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 prosperity uh, was built on unparalleled magics of destruction. Uh, it is to this ancient edifice that its vaults of occult secrets that uh, you and the Red Bills plan your next foray.
3: So I think that's it. Is it just me? Or th- that's not something that se normally does with uh, their story in fourteen. Is refer to previous astral eras, right? No, I, I actually, it is, it
1: is something. Well, not with the big raids, but uh, we did know that this was somehow uh, connected to one of the previous civilizations. I mean, all, all of the dungeons, like anything that has to do with Amdipor, uh That's true. They were all existing in Friday. Yeah, they, they're they all pretty much previous civilizations. Are, so I think that that's a pretty, that's pretty big. Did yeah. they ever put
3: a number on it? Like they say specifically the fifth astral era. Do they ever put numbers on it? Um, On certain ones they have. Well,
0: yeah, because yeah, didn't, uh, even with uh, the end of Crystal Tower, didn't uh, uh, Zan, you know, doing all of what he did, didn't that kind of in a way perpetuate the end of, of their era too? Uh, Well, I think
2: it, yeah, yeah, well, because
0: his 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 actions du- directly led to their calamity. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so um, I I think it's pretty normal, especially for for the raids, uh, these big raids like this, to in some way have been related to a previous calamity. Now this is this is only the the second void arc, right? I'm not the yeah yes. yeah right. right. So so I think what I'm most excited for is seeing exactly because I assume we're going here in pursuit of the coffin that Diablos took, right? So why here of all places? And how is this going to end to where, you know, to, to if it's going to give us any clues on
1: where we may go from here? Well, I, th- I think we're chasing the coughing because we right, saw, we right. saw uh, you know, we saw uh, Diabolos open up uh, a uh the, yeah uh, uh, uh the void and dump the coffin in and so i think that this is probably you know if we're going back to investigate this civilization they may have known something about how to access the void and maybe this is the only place that can do it mm-hmm. uh you know if where, you think, think where about, in like, the world shield. is
5: this city though like because this is the ancient i mean this is an ancient civilization that used to actually exist and we've just kind of been like oh there's this big expansive area. We're just going to let it rot. And I'm going to guess randomly decide to go visit it.
1: I'm going to guess that you need an airship to access it. That's why we haven't been able to access it. But where it actually exists on the world map, that's a great, great question. Uh, and we, we've we not seen any uh, other references to the Yafium Saltmore. So that is a completely new section of the map that I don't know that anyone else has uh, the, that we have any additional information on uh, if you do know something in the chat let us know or if you want to call us limit break radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 8715 limitbreakradio.com Slash Discord to get that done. Um, I
5: hope this is not an alternate dimension. Oh, I stupid. don't. Like, I don't think it would be. Yeah, bad. I, no, that would be I mean, we've heard this so. I mean, not so much. But like, they've been hinting so much about this. You know, the civilization that died off. And I feel like it would be really lame mm-hmm. if we didn't actually get to go to the real place.
3: Yeah. So there's uh there's that one angel from Evangelion. Yes. Uh, so we've <laughs> got what, Cube? what looks
1: like uh, what looks like Ozma. But also, yeah, but it it also looks like a lot like Ramiel from uh,
3: Evangelion. You need to get a super high powered sniper rifle. It's Uh, the only
1: way. Well, if it screams when it changes shape, then that'll
3: really be unsettling. I want to know where do you go from Ozma? Like, where do? You, how do you step it up, boss wise, from Ozma?
5: Well, I don't know, but I like how you, it whips you off the platform and spins you in circles.
0: Yeah, so yeah, cool.
1: that is that is very cool. This does look like a very graphically cool boss fight, and it does look like there is an additional boss, additional oh, go, room. Go back there real after quick. after Ozma.
0: Yeah, right, look, look at those like people beings they're like chained up down there like I doubt those are just decorations right you don't think that they're just statues no what are those then I have no idea but the fact that it like it looks like they're chained in there and if they were statues those just look like some really weird like positions to put statues into because usually, usually if
3: you're making a statue you're memorializing something mm-hmm. right yeah,
5: they do look like they're hooked to those chains. yeah
3: yeah I, I don't know what I like about this so far is these fights are a lot more visually exciting than uh, Void Arcs well, <laughs> well, Void if, Arcs fights let's see get if, so boring, let's see so if they're quickly. mechanically well inspiring. Even if they are or aren't, like it's nice that you'll at least have something to look at in these mm-hmm. fights. The fights in Void Arc are boring to look at. Well,
0: hopefully they've taken a lot of the lessons that they learned from Midas, and they are putting them they put them into making uh, this this new raid here because you're right, visually looks stunning, just like some of the uh, the areas did in Midas yeah. and um. I don't know with the way that some of these bosses are. Like for example, the Ozma. I mean, th- that looks pretty interesting. That's a lot different than it usually is. I mean, it, it sure it's just a circle, but obviously we're going to be utilizing the room differently. Well, it, we it is a
3: circle, but it's got the added element of it, it looks like it's more of a ring that you're fighting on yes. the outside, yes. rather than being able to just walk through the middle like you always mm-hmm. can. I agree. So now we've
1: uh, we've got uh, this character, this person here. Uh, it, it's it's speculated that this is that might be the boss fight after. Ozma, because uh, it does I'm look like is. that is a Ooh, confrontation what room. If, what if we came here, because this is where the coffin is,
0: right? What if that thing came out of the coffin?
1: Uh, well, I, I think, I mean, like, um, take uh, Echidna's design into account. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like there's some large, powerful female force that guards the end of each one of these encounters. Uh-huh. So, I, it, I'm, I'm kind of curious how that connects with Echidna, and what kind of what kind of lore or what kind of intention the dev team has there? I'm pretty Brian interested by that. It's an
5: FF5 boss. What's the name of it?
4: Uh, it's like Kaleofisti or something. Really? It was basically like an, uh, a boss in the very end dungeon, but it wasn't anything special. Wow. Well, I don't remember that at all. I, well, I don't remember. There was remember no like, like plot that. with it. It's just like, oh, here's a boss. She's C- going to try to kill you. <clears throat> Cecil saying, what if those statues are dead icons? Mm. Oh, that's Inter- cool. That'd or be sealed interesting. icons. Interesting. With the very not very strong looking chains. Interesting. Did she just shoot a solar beam out of her boobs? Uh. Well, hyperbeam. I mean, Do you
3: she's not showing
4: off her navel? That's for sure. Holy
1: cow! Uh. Yeah. I, I just. I, I'm. I'm endlessly fascinated. Uh. By the boobs. Well. Yes. But <laughs> by this dungeon. Uh. I think that it's. You know. It, it's going to be really interesting. Um. I hope it doesn't get. As boring as Void Ark did. Mm. Void Ark got pretty boring pretty, pretty fast. Yeah. Saludous. Yeah. So, uh, all right, let's uh, continue on. Now we get to the Beast Tribe quest preview. Nika, why are you excited for these?
5: Because, I don't know, I like moguls. All right. See, okay. Knowing but that he, they're
0: crafting dailies. But that, does see, that they, I don't think anything? they
5: all are. Look at that when they're riding on the puff, <laughs> he goes on top of the dragon and does like a poof thing, just like you do in the Nath quests. There's no way that they're all crafting dailies.
0: Maybe they don't all involve crafting activities, but I think they're only like you're gonna have to be on a, a gatherer of the hand or gatherer of the land.
4: Okay, no, no. Here's what that's going on. That's uh, that's like the rank up mission. You have to spread uh, uh, powder dust on the dragon to wake it up to talk to the Moogle, So the dragon will give you a yeah, crafting look, assignment. Right here, they're running around with fucking pickaxes. Pick yeah. yeah, the Moogle
6: is, but
5: look at the character. She's in armor
0: an armorer <laughs> a
5: crafter yeah I think that's not a crafter that's like freaking battle tank gear from like they straight up said it was going to be crafting yeah. dailies
1: they said it like it it is known yeah it is known but
5: that pr- human character back there is not you can be in
1: all of the denial that you want Nika? they have straight okay, up I'm sure said. there
5: are some but also mining isn't crafting mining is gathering
3: oh my god Nika <clears throat> <Stop>. Ugh, idiot idiot <laughs> But the rewards are going to be crafting and gathering, no matter what. Uh, it's
5: just I,
0: the reason that this upsets me is because they made such a point to say that because of how disappointing the Mughal quests were during the leveling process, and they they, they want to redeem them, right? So you do that by making them crafting quests when. I would, I would think with the way that, that not just us, because obviously you know, everyone, everyone knows that we hate crafting, right? But with the whole script thing and how in, in the specializations and how hard it is to get into crafting. Now, I can't think that like crafting at an all time high. So more, not as many people would be into this unless they're hoping that this gets people into crafting.
1: But uh, I don't know. I'm no. just, I'm disappointed. I, I I I it's fairly ignorable for yeah. me. Like I'm there's just no way um, that I'm going to be doing it of I I do hope though
0: that the puff thing is the mount because I told my benefactor that it would be and she made fun of me and now I get to rub it in her face. Wow.
5: Why are you saying it wouldn't be the mount? You're riding on it. It's I said it would be.
0: Mount.
5: No, why would anyone think it's not? Because this was before we had any kind of proof
0: that someone would be riding on it. This was like 3 weeks ago I said it.
3: Okay. So, Gallo calling a shot over there.
1: <laughs> Nika, pay attention. <laughs> so, uh, the next por- next portion of the trailer. 5? <laughs> next portion of the trailer Maybe. is the Hullbreaker Hard. So, so tell us why you're so excited about this, Nero. Oh, I'm so
0: not. I'm so not. Look, it's circle arena, straight areas going from one to the
4: next, bridges. It doesn't even look like they changed out how you're going to walk through the area. It really doesn't. You know, yeah. you know what else? It looks like this. I mean,
0: cause that's no the color same- palette change.
4: They didn't even change the color palette. They did a little this bit. This is Pharaoh Sirius all over again, Juxta. No, it's like a, It's like more of a light orangish hue. They. Def- so
5: Hallbreaker looks different. They've definitely no. remodeled
4: it. It's, uh, well, it's spring now. I don't know. I, <laughs> the it, no, flowers like are the, blossoming. Maybe. It's more
5: clean. Like Hallbreaker was like you know. There's forests and trees everywhere. You had to. No, like, she's it.
0: right. Yeah. Look, you're, you guys, you guys complained about Pharaohs that all they did was put boxes in there. Well, they took the boxes out now.
1: At least Pharaohs, you started from the opposite end. Yeah, and here you.
5: And Hall. No, and Hallbreaker is the one with the monkey, right?
2: yeah yes. uh, okay Marcus
5: the says very beginning, there's, there's trees banners. everywhere there's um like they clearly they cleared all the trees they put in training arenas it looks mm. totally different
0: mm. hold on you just said they added trees and they cleared them out which is was it which is it Nikki? no you i need never to make said they mind. added trees
5: i said the original one had trees where you had to like pull the monkeys and stuff like the poles were in the trees and there were bear traps on the ground and shit remember great and so then they're, they're, pull- they've they're clearly cleared all of they've cleared all the areas they're now big and open areas and they've inserted all these training grounds so like with the, this these wooden, beautiful these wooden floors did not exist before
4: these
0: beautiful islands which were previously <laughs> oh nearly untouched by humanity have uh, now been slash and burned thanks to the industrial machine of limsa lominsa <laughs>
5: I'm pretty sure that the Kraken destroyed them. On
0: Wait!
5: The oh, now the Kraken <laughs>
1: that we killed yeah, took is. out the trees. This is going all over Nika. the place. Nika,
5: no, no, I think no this I'm is not saying sideways. the Kraken took out the trees. Oh my god, I'm saying the Kraken did enough of destroying of the islands on his own that we fixed it.
0: You know uh, what? After all, all of this, true. Nika, I think that Skuro's Garlean
3: space station has more credit than your story does.
5: <laughs> I Seems really like- don't think so.
3: Hmm. I don't know. Hullbreaker looks boring, but I hated really the original Hallbreaker, so. Yeah. So uh, how, how
5: does fighting big giant Limson soldiers boring? That's cool. That because,
3: because they're big, the giant, giant Limson lim- <laughs> <laughs> Definition <laughs> of boring. They they had trouble fighting the Garleans
4: and we killed the Garleans So did yeah. we like fight Limson people at like level if, five?
3: So
5: you can see in the battle that like Merlewood and two guys are waiting up at the stairs. I'm Aww, willing to bet that when you guys when you kill those guys, Merlewood comes down and fights you.
1: Tragosaurus says, "Quit bullying Nika." Hi, <laughs> White. <my> so. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Square Enix's description of the uh, of the dungeon is as follows. To the chagrin of countless treasure hunters, the golden coffer of the legendary Mistbeard was not to be found on Hallbreaker Isle, Aww. and so, like the mists which had withdrawn to reveal the isle, did those ambitious souls depart to seek fame and fortune elsewhere. It's in the Aquapolis. Uh, 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 allowing uh, Zahar uh, to quietly petition Admiral Merrillweb to Uh, uh, for permission to repurpose it as a training ground for Maelstrom recruits. The Storm Marshal would uh, have you be the first to brave the gauntlet that you might pit yourself against the Isles' fearsome fauna and the Maelstrom's elite, and in doing so, rouse their spirits. Will you give the Storm officers a beating? They will not forget or will they stand triumphant at the, uh, uh, at the last and shout that they have bested the warrior? This, is, this is actually almost depressing.
5: I that, just feel like there's no way that they would have that special section there with stairs and Merle standing there and have her do nothing. She's I, very, sure, very obviously going to come down and fight you. Sure, but
3: okay, look a little this way. Either she fights you and you beat her and you're like, great, we now know about what level Merle Webb is and how good she is and I'm also stronger than the leaders of the nations. Or you're going to fight her for like a little while and then she's going to be like, haha, next time I'll go full strength on you and that's really unsatisfying. Oh, yeah. yeah. Either way, it sucks. Exactly. Plus,
0: since they've but already we, done know, we've
5: it. we've already killed Rob, Or Robba.
0: No, exactly. Strength. Because they've already done it with Raubon and it was this epic one-on-one, I could care fucking less about the other two. I
2: I
5: I, And the fact is you need four people to fight a Merola, it only took one to be Raubon that's saying something.
0: After he was in an entire fucking Grand Melee.
1: Hand as With one, one on. hand, I have to. I really have
5: to wonder whether or not we're going to fight Meroweb. I don't know. I don't know that we will. i will. willing. frame of mind was: people loved fighting Rob on so much that they was trying to find a way to make us fight the other God, two.
3: Nika, if we, we do, do fight this part, look, and if we and we in a patch or two
5: Mer-Wib. we're going to get Connie Senna.
3: No, what? I was going to say if we do fight Meroweb, we're going to fight Connie Senna next. Yeah. L- look, Nika, your your head cannon is cute, but. You are it's so right. fucking
5: thirsty, Dude, you're Nika. You're all gonna eat. You're all gonna eat your words when this shit happens.
1: Am I gonna eat my words about it not being awesome because I don't know that that's true? Right. It I'm
5: not
0: saying awesome. that it won't
1: happen. I'm just saying it's not gonna be awesome. Yeah. I, it will be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we also uh, see a couple of new enemies that we've never seen before. We have got a tiger, tiger enemy. Wait,
0: that's what? Cool. We've seen tigers. We have, They're out really? fucking yeah. fe- uh, by uh, tail feather.
1: Straight up tiger tigers.
4: Those These. are bandersnatches. Those are okay.
1: Those? That's a tie. That's like a Bengal tiger from this world. I'm pretty sure it's just reskinned. Tiger uppercut.
4: <laughs> what?
5: There are okay. No, there are tigers in the machinist, um, like level thirty job quest or really? thirty five. One of the two. Okay. Yes, well, I actually. Um, well, that tiger I, was like a badass. I remember I doing it. I remember doing it on the stream the other day, and I was like, "Whoa, there's tigers." Like Yeah, yeah it's people the only also place said that him.
0: you can well, run into tigers doing
4: maps as well. Yeah. Confirmed tigers. Uh, we've also got this snail enemy, the snail boss. Um, Excuse me, that's the whelk. Thank you very much. From FF6. Six? 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 FF yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, I, knew I, rec- I knew
1: I recognized it somewhere.
4: Attack when the head's in the shell. Do not attack when the head's in the shell. <laughs> He's going to counterattack with his laser.
1: God damn it. Uh just <laughs> trying to get everyone killed. I hate you. <laughs> And uh, obviously, Nika thinking that we're going to be squaring off against Merrowwib here at the end. We do see her very briefly.
5: That's, see, that's her second the arena. In command, apparently. But when like you're looking right at the arena, meet. you see the stairs in the back. You can see her standing up there. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah maybe she's just watching. Remember, no, the, if the, she's just watching, why would they bother even rendering and putting her there? There's because no the lore says that this is a training ground for
0: new recruits, and you're the first one to go through it. So of course she's gonna want to be there to oversee it yes. to see how the fucking Warrior of Light performs in it. That doesn't mean that you're gonna have to fight
3: her. She asked you to be there. I
5: still think we're going to fight her.
3: Mm. You're probably right. All right, look,
0: just be prepared because if we don't fight, look, if we do, you're right. You can lord it over us all you want. But if we don't, be prepared. Be prepared. The the verbal (laughs) reaming of your life. (laughs) Uh, All right, so. I I will will
5: cry on stream if we don't fight her.
1: (laughs) And we will turn that into a drop. You heard it here first. Uh, So. Next, we get the. uh, To check out the. Aquapolis. Yes. Aquapolis. Who's actually really legitimately excited for this? I'm watching. I think I um, am. I think it's cool. I'm gonna have to do it to know
0: for sure. I think there's potential in it to like do it with like people. Do it! Like this might be a cool event to do with the with the link shell. You know, be like Skrull, sure. make us a party. All right, Skrull, get out of the party. All right, guys, let's go do so it. So
4: right off the bat, you really need Skrull <laughs> to make you a four person party? <laughs> well, why not? He might as well be useful in some way. But then you have to talk to Skurro. No, you
1: talk at Skurro. So right off the bat, right at the beginning here, we see, uh, and and I think that this got more attention than anything that was actually shown off about the Aquapolis, but we see uh, uh, Diable Final Coil gear. Dreadworm? Yes. Uh, no, which I think I, just, I noticed okay, that. yeah, that's cool then. That's which cool. Which, now, does that mean oh, you're that... right. Holy shit. Now, does that mean that that's going to be the rewards? Like, is that what we're shooting for in terms of drops out of the aquarium? Oh, or? if those only drop out of the last room, yeah, I'm going to be doing this all the fucking time. I, I, I mean, to be honest, I, I never really liked the tank Dreadworm gear, but that was primarily because of its color. Yeah. yeah imagine you could, die at you could dye it black. That bot wing is sweet, man. I... That that's pretty fucking cool. I think that that's a. I mean, okay. So if that's the only incentive, Hey, fuck you, Raggins. <laughs> if that's the only incentive, right? Like if if that's the only real, like everything else, it's just Gill or materia. materials or whatever material, whatever. If this is the only real like gear incentive to do deep dungeon, are you still going to do it? But if oh,
5: we you
2: we get mean, level
0: deep five, material? No, no, I'm sorry, a quapless. I'm
1: A quapless. Oh, yeah. Aquapolis. I,
0: I actually, I would. Probably so. I, I, I would, would
3: still do it and I still think this Aquapolis is going to be part like of the uh, the Anima quest
5: like if you're doing a map anyway and it pops up are you really going to be like well there's no point in trying to get extra gear let's just say fuck it no well, you're going to do I mean, it are you like, gonna, are it takes you, a few minutes
1: but are you going to grind maps to, to oh no it? because mm-hmm. I, I have henchmen that give me maps no, well plus
0: yeah. they only cost like twenty K.
1: Well we don't know what right the now, we don't we well, don't know true. what the portal pop rate is gonna be. Twenty percent I thought they Oh, it's fifty percent. 50%, 50%, 50%, 50%. percent.
0: Yeah. Oh Jesus, wow.
4: that's a little high. Yeah. But no, G- hold- you don't know me. <laughs> hold on. I'm predicting that this dreadworm gear is just gonna be like the high Algin and the alien gear where it'll still be crafted, but the craftable. materials come from there. No, they come from wherever the other ones come from. The actual fights. Yeah. That's what no, I'm predicting. But they
0: already drop the current ones from the actual fight, like, like like
1: Bahamut, right? No, no, no. the The item that you need to craft the high elegant stuff, you right. know, the, those drops come from the the respect their respective
0: coil, the second uh, coil.
1: Yeah, they also drop.
4: Oh, no, I guess they don't drop out of Final Call yet, do they? Right, yeah, yeah thinking, never mind. You're thinking of Orchestrians. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Yeah, never mind. So just stop talking. It, I mean, I, I... that That's my prediction, because se is... Uh, we got a system here. Let's just do the same thing I, again. I think well, it's cool that
3: if they're going to drop... If it drops, like, Dreadworm stuff, Diable, that's awesome. And then if you have the additional thing of you can get good materia and gill out of it, or, or I think could, it's worth doing. Or could this just be an additional
1: output for those items?
0: I, see, it could be. That's maybe. what I think. Yeah, okay. go ahead and put the, the items for these in final coil. But again, for this, have all kinds of sweet stuff drop. Algon replicas, high elegon replica, dreadworm pets. replica, they said, rare pets. They said that they're going to have a whole
4: bunch of stuff that's worth money. Yeah, to drop yeah. Out of here, all
0: so. of the uh, the primal weapons that glow. Like, yeah. any of that cool stuff that would normally be a shit ton of money on the auction house, have it drop in here. Heck, make
3: like the, the uh, pony mounts drop out of but, here. Yeah,
4: fuck, hell yeah. But you know what? Put the fucking birds in the last room, too. Right. Oh, you know what? How about some uh, spruce logs as well? What do those do? I don't It's just a log. Oh, copper ore. Sweet. Yeah, copper ore.
5: Anyway, what I do notice is they click the wrong door, and it goes, and then all of a sudden the door opens, and it goes, da-la-la. so it's like, did they pick the wrong door, or did they pick the right door? Well, I think I
1: think that's just the the default animation while it's deciding whether or not you pick the right door or not.
5: Oh, okay. Cuz like I feel like that error noise sounded to me like it was the wrong door.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, um, uh or maybe they're just showing off each animation. I don't I don't really know. It was know.
5: very smoothly connected though. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, maybe maybe they they did just get punished in some way. I don't know. Hmm. Lol scroll. But like they could
5: lose time. I feel like that would work. Skrull getting
3: butt about the idea of birds being in there.
0: A 1 in 64 chance of getting to the last room and then the chance of there being a bird out of all
4: the other shit like come on. It's fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I think
3: and I think like if it's if it's at least somewhat fun to do, it's it's worth it. I think.
4: Actually, you know what? I think if you get to the last room, a one in sixty-four chance. I think all three <laughs> birds should drop. Everything should drop. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, <can't>, no. <laughs>
1: No. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, no, no, uh, so I, I, don't know. I, are you guys, I don't know how hyped I am for this. Well, I, I don't think that it's anything like super great. It's going to change the game or anything. unless
5: we, unless we start seeing really rare shit come out of there. We don't really know how hype we're going to be yet. Right. That, no
1: and that's what I'm saying is that I think that the rewards are going to be a big driving factor I'll tell factor you right here. now though, this will at least help with the treasure maps a
0: little bit more because currently when it comes like each tier of treasure map there's only like one maybe two good things in it Mm.
3: I don't see this being like an event where you're like you know what All right, I'm gonna get up on Saturday and I'm gonna grind maps all day I see this being something like you're already on you're playing like ugh man I don't feel like doing my dailies anymore oh let's go do some treasure maps like, and I think it's good for games to have that sort of event too. not something where it's going to be the focal point of your day, but something you can just do. But that's only if people use it sure. and do it and and are participating in
1: it. if it's if it just becomes another thing that nobody does uh, a la diadem, then what's the point?
3: Well I mean this can be done with four people I think It's a lot easier for to find a group to do Yeah this. but again
1: the rewards have got to be worth it sure. Either you've got to be in a situation where you need Money or you need to you know farm Stuff for money or like like That's those th- people exist we Don't yeah exactly <laughs> exactly Not Everyone's rich Chuck, so. uh, but It it, well it, all you have to Do <laughs> is just basically play the game and it Gives you fucking that's true currency So I, I don't know Like I I think I'd like to know Concretely what the rewards are going to be, but um i don't think square enix should tell us though because that would be fucking yeah, stupid no, and we h- have to figure I, it out i do hope that even it's on if us it is, as a community
0: even if it is just a bunch of like random expensive stuff in there i also hope there's some new stuff that's specific to just there for example not you know the dreadworm gear like if it only
5: I think, came I think from there, there, should there be minions that are just from there for sure
4: i think they should add a new bird mount that comes from here <laughs> Or a mole mount. How about a bird mount that is unique, but it just cycles through all of the current bird mounts? Just morphs? A rainbow bird mount. It's on... How about one that's on fire? Like a phoenix? Yeah. But a real phoenix, but not, not, like, not a fucking not just, zoo. Yeah,
1: not just like the red colored one, but like it actually has fucking flames.
0: Yeah. Motherfucking
1: fire. Yeah. Uh, so, next part, we get uh, the Hildebrand quest preview, uh, which is the like,
3: shortest of previews. Yeah, okay, it really and is. Moving
1: on. When we last saw Hildebrand, Agent of Inquiry, Inspector Extraordinaire, he was accompanying the wayward Mammoth Gigi. To uh, Ishgard in hopes of uh, regaining its memories. Hmm, that sounds like a slightly familiar plotline. What shocking revelations will they expose when they arrive in the Holy See?
5: Well, but we know it's so, of course. Yeah,
1: right.
3: Wait,
4: I just—I'm always excited the, for Hildebrand. I yeah, can't why, not be. Why does every, everyone loves me? Yeah, but why does everything I'm have not excited to? Excited for Hilda anymore? How? I mean, what? I'm going to do it and it's going to be exciting. Like, I'm going to have fun doing dun, it. Dun, dun, dun. But I'm not, like, excited for it anymore. How revelations? I
5: will be if it's long longer than like the two quests. Yeah, yeah. It needs how to is it going like, to anything. be? I want it to be anything. I mean, because the original Hildebrands had like that ultras and stuff, like uh, in the Gilgamesh all y- came from Hildebrand. Like you guys, we need more of that.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, doesn't it sort of feel like they're making it up? Like they dropped that whole, uh, you know, that whole scholasticate scholasticate thing, and the, it feels like they had to pick Bill, Hildebrand back up because we demanded
4: it. Yeah, right. That- You guys are saying
5: I don't know, but at the last fan fest, he said that if we wanted it, he would bring Hildebrand back. I don't think it was a last minute addition. He's like, oh, Hildebrand may. No, no, no. Yeah, because they're like, well,
1: we can do really anything with that character. It doesn't really matter. We can bring him back easily. And then we did. But I don't think they had anything specific planned for him. And I think that it's pretty clear if you go through the quest that they're just making it up as they go along. That black mage isn't supposed to be Vivi, is it?
5: It's supposed yeah. to be an automaton version of Vivi.
0: Okay, but it's not supposed to be Vivi. No, no, no. Okay. no, no it's, it's, not, not, it's not like it's an a, a Mammoth. No. It's fucking dumb. It's a Mammoth. <laughs> it, <laughs> right, yeah, it's not
5: enough. an FF9 crossover. <laughs> gotcha. It's just they took Vivi's character and reworked it for 14. And themes. They just made
1: a fucking black mage. Uh, Yeah. Well, but and well it's... But everything, no, no, every, no, no. everything's
5: got to be a mages, clever reference. The black mages and Vivi have different outfits.
0: Yeah, it's a, a black a pants mage. Back to FF fucking one. A yellow hat and no. a blue fucking robe. No, 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 striped no, no. no. Striped
5: only. vivi I'm telling you, the the striped pants and us. the cuffs with the no, red stripe no, no, no. and the um yeah. the the X cross of the tie on the jacket are vivi specific. Thank you. Other other asshole. black mages did not have that outfit, so it's definitely vivi Oh, I like what Shady Grove said. vivi's soul could be.
1: <laughs> Stop oh, it! God no. I, why does everything have to be an old Final Fantasy reference? Like, isn't it kind of
3: getting tired at 2.0? Po- it it
1: kind of it was. Like, the, the fact that we were locked into doing Crystal Tower. Ta- like, we kind of already knew what Crystal Tower was going to give us. And it made it less exciting. I, I'm way more excited for Machach. and ah, and, 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 and everything that is attached to that. And I, I, I just, like... Why do they keep doing this? Because I don't think that it necessarily. It feels very pandery to me. Breaking immersion. Where
4: is Uh. (laughs) Stryfu? Well,
3: No, I mean it's something they've done forever. I guess I don't mind it as much as Hildebrand because I don't look at Hildebrand seriously. But when they try and like if they're trying to like bring that into the main story, like they do frequently, that's when it bugs me. That's when it feels pandery. Well,
0: I think if they find a way to do it a little bit more uh, realistically, like for example, the. The lightning in title One, they're actually crossing going from a different dimension. Even Gilgamesh, in all the previous games, like he's known for dimension. Right, it's hopping, canon for him. Right? And if you just do like a boss here or there, like the Welk, big fucking deal, right? Yeah.
3: But but otherwise. Well, yeah, let me ask you, does, like what'd you feel about like Matoya in Matoya's cave?
5: That was
0: awesome yeah, It's kind of hard Because Matoya was actually Done really well Yeah it And she's not really well, the
5: actual Same Matoya from FF1 No but, but it still Is character.
0: very Very Use, I
1: think Well no I think using place names Or references Is different If you're making them Far enough your own I don't think they did yeah. make Yeah that's a, that, that is a very good Like point. Cri- Crystal Tower Very much even followed The boss patterns Of the Final Fantasy 3 Crystal yeah. Tower Okay not, but, not, not down to the boss fights But the, we knew what bosses We were gonna get We had that promo set still where we were oh we're definitely gonna fight cloud of darkness hooray you know like that kind of like predetermination i think is a bummer for me
0: Uh, all right yeah actually someone just brought up like creel i think creel's cool but didn't it didn't have to be creel you know like you could, could have really put Any it could have been a completely yes. different. Like it could be. It could, be, have, it been could have been an OC with the same voice actress, I think everybody still would have loved her.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely, because she's slamming Alfenod yeah. the whole time, mm-hmm. and that's that's why I think a lot of people ended up liking her. It wasn't because oh, it's Creel. Like I don't think that there's a whole lot of name
5: recognition even with Creel. Yeah. So, well, there was no. There was the, before it came out. Remember, everyone was freaking out about it being Creel, and I was the only sure was only only only- one saying like i was the only it one saying juxta. why the fuck are we getting Creel? no what, there was well, a lot of hype that's so hilarious
4: did she just steal she just stole credit for your thing i think she did Wait, n- hold on wait what? what'd you say i was the one
5: having that huge argument with juxta about how Creel is stupid and why and it's it's why is she a lolifel she's not a child she's just an adult oh okay i thought
0: you oh, were like saying that, that you okay. were the only one saying it <laughs> is and no. i'm like oh, no no no, juxta no. i'm saying, saying i was the, the only throat. one with the
5: descent <laughs> I was the only one saying that, like... No, Krill I think, I think everyone, was on, everyone like, was on your team. absolutely not Creel. Everyone was on your team for that.
0: Anira was backing you I about that, too. <laughs> yeah. It was I just I mean, just maybe stuff. on
5: our podcast, but I'm talking about in terms of the entire community, like, people on Facebook were flipping out about Creel. And I'm like, have you actually even played that game like it was really weird to see a lot of hype for Krill when I didn't even think that many people had played FF5 but
2: I don't know I
1: don't know it, it just it, the the constant references to other Final Fantasy games is just it's starting to get ugh. I think in my references opinion
4: are ugh. Funny. I think they should just replace your Stola with Tifa God damn <laughs> and then have big no. you told is cool. Replace Yidda with Tifa. So here's the okay, he- fine. here's
1: arguably is- here's arguably the most pointless part of the trailer right here. Flower pots.
3: Look at-
5: personal flower pots. that you don't have to rely on your great oh. company to be to do it.
3: Glamour. Who cares? Anyone who does mock houses. No. Right, what so- we
4: need is more space for furnishings so actually, no, we you need. know what this is actually kind of annoying for me because i spent so much time trying to make our free company garden and there's just so everyone knows there's basically nothing out there that looks good in you terms did a of great plants. job i know i well i worked my ass off for it and then they're making like flower pots and stuff but it's still like in pots and i want them to make plants that just grow out of the ground so i can actually make a garden that looks good
3: the end hmm mm. Or we could be like everyone else and just put Sakura trees in the front. God damn,
4: Oh my god, can shut we? Shut
3: up. No. Absolutely not
0: I'm gonna to talk to our neighbor I'm gonna send them A bunch of Sakura trees So <laughs> so they'll fill so Sakura ob- trees are like Three mil now yeah. Obliged to put them Dude I have 50 mil Come on So,
1: so we Queer. We also see A bunch of new Hairstyles obviously We've got the pompadour Which looks yes. stupid Awesome We've
0: got
3: <laughs> nah, It awesome. looks so bad I, get, I swear thing, it gets bigger
1: Every time I
0: see it
2: <laughs> The only Shit,
0: Yeah The only thing I'm looking forward to Is the first guy Who does a Johnny Bravo cosplay
1: Or a Johnny Bravo glamour Okay yeah
0: That
3: right, will yeah. be
1: awesome After that though Like this is fucking so yeah we've got so we've got anime hair number 435 anime hair number 436 and bangs I guess so hooray Hooray and that second one actually just looks like a longer version of lightning it sort of does yeah
5: no lightning has like a ponytail thing on the side this one is a short shaggy cut
1: it's lightning without the ponytail
5: yeah, it's short it's a short like bob, like with shaggy it's
1: Lightning leaves. without the ponytail. I want a Mohawk. Uh actually, I wouldn't mind a Mohawk either. Oh, that would be pretty that would on. that would be pretty good. You give as us a few it,
0: different kinds of mohawk. But, but as lo-
1: as long as it's not a puffy one, like like No fucking spikes, dude.
5: Uh, no, yeah, they spikes, No, they yes, yes, gave an afro. You. Mohawk is next. It's oh right.
1: yeah, you should do an afro. Uh <laughs> it has its own jiggly bounced. Physics too. Yeah. So uh, here we see a couple of uh, new uh, gear sets being shown off. The first one I'm gonna I'm I'm guessing since they're showing it off in the Wolves Den that this is going to be the next tier of PvP gear. How very astute of you. Um, Do you think it's going to
4: be PvP gear or like the season reward? I think that's the reward. Why would it be the reward gear? Didn't we already see the reward gear? When does that
0: When does that season end though? Aren't they doing? Oh, it's every like patch cycle, isn't it? And we're like. 0.5 0.5 patch I think So then it, 0.05 patch then it should be ending soon this might be the next one because if it was like the actual gear that you buy with wolf marks it'd show more than just these two yeah, there's right more than, yeah. oh is there oh well anyway no, 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 I'm saying that's yeah. 'Cause mm. they look
4: pretty fucking awesome. I, I, dig I them.
1: disagree. I I hate these. I, I like
4: think them these better are than terrible. the last one that they we look,
1: saw.
5: They look very noble, I like they,
1: they provide no protection on the chest <laughs> and thigh area <laughs> oh, at all. Oh, at all. On. And what and I'm sorry, hang on. What are you doing? Wrapping up your cock? Like what is going on here? <laughs> Women <laughs> can <laughs> wear it too, Aniro. okay, fine. And what are you then are you mummy wrapping your
4: vagina? Like what are you, you are you saying you don't wrap up your cock when you you play VP. Uh no, I don't. This is the medieval cup. I i don't at all. You just, you just uh, let, you just let it fly, fly around. That's <laughs>
5: that's Okay. <laughs> I will admit that the pants are kind of strange. However, just just kind
4: of.
1: Kind of.
5: <laughs> However, they are so unique, especially with that crown, that if you get it, people are gonna know. That's like what they're gonna me look to they're that, gonna look at be be you and they're gonna say, that person that won the tournament. They're gonna yeah. look and realize who you are and what you did, and it's gonna have that little bit of a Ego and gear lust. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. You can walk around and say, "I won the tournament. Look at my gear." Yeah,
1: you you can. Yeah, you can. It's, it's just very
5: distinctive. Nothing else looks like that.
1: I think it looks very odd, ergany. Uh, I it does I, look very odd, ergany. Uh, right? I'll be I'll, look. If I competed and won this gear, I'd be pissed. You know what I mean? Like if I if I had won this, I, I would I would be very disappointed. It's better That's, than the last season was though. You had to at least admit I don't know, that. I don't like this. Ugh.
5: The pants are weird.
1: Outside I the like pants, everything. No, the pa- yeah, I, I don't understand the, the fucking...
0: Maybe they just forgot to put the pants on.
5: No, I like Melky Farrah's uh, theory. The cod piece rep- is representative of the large EP you have from PvP. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has to be that long because that's how long your cock is.
1: I, I ugh, I'm not a fan uh, So let's see What else uh, What else we got here We got some uh, We got the uh, Nath gear here That looks good um, I love it I, I was I hope you can dye it I was more Yes I agree with that I was more into it Before I actually saw it In the game when it was just the, the screenshot art, really? yeah I was way more into well, I it I like guess I really it. just like the head piece yeah I'm the not sold
0: me- on the legs the head piece and like the the sort of cloaky shawl thing I yeah. think yeah. looks really cool and like I, wandery yes, the,
1: the, the body piece looks pretty cool and I do wonder how it's gonna glamour with others like yeah. that's I do wanna see it's glamour potential yeah if you can't dye this stuff though I feel like that's gonna cut down
0: on glamour potential well, so like, well, much look, oh absolutely
5: you well, like, look at the gundu one there's no way you're gonna be able to dye that I have a bright pink or a metallic gold gundu like come
4: okay but actually with the uh with the nath they actually are incorporating a special uh emote for bards in this when you wear it that's what you, that's what you get <laughs> you could have used that in such a better place yeah I'm dude sorry.
0: that
1: was really shoehorned yeah. Yeah. really shoehorned i tried uh but here's the vanu uh gear which i think looks really stupid
5: what is up with the pig one though uh We're
2: that's
4: not
5: a, that far Nika. That's
1: a great Nika, question. Slow down. I
5: the goondo is
0: gundo. Like, oh it's, it's my god, yeah, that it. is what
4: not really fat re- enough. Is this supposed to be like a reference to something else? Or are they just like let's put a fucking Ch- room Yeah, room yeah, It's from Final Fantasy Tactics. Is it really? Yes. <laughs> there is a pig enemy in there. And his special ability and the very last tier, if you have the special uh monster skill traits, is called Eat Me. And he turns into a crystal that you can gain his skills from.
1: This is why I don't play tactics.
5: Cecil says FF four.
1: What? Uh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. No, it's not the fucking FF4. pig spell. Uh. Anyway, so yeah, we've also got the uh uh the pajamas there too, which whatever. We already no,
5: have the mo- night. We already have the night Yeah, we already have the nightgown and nightcap. It's the Moogle slippers that are new. Oh, is it?
4: Yeah. <laughs> okay. yay moogle slippers for, for, the, for the role players
1: <laughs> whatever and then no, uh, I don't even think the role are players I'm are totally, using moogle no, slippers. I am
5: totally gonna rock those slippers into final uh into this, savage this you know what alright sure. square enix this is for my plea sure. to you
0: this is my plea to you there is a specific rule that they had when it came to glamoring in world of warcraft that I would like you to adapt <laughs> silly shit cannot be glamored onto battle armor that would solve so many things
2: no yep then it's yep. the
5: point you're of ruining Peter my Claire. fucking immersion get by having a is. giant roggedn
0: wearing fucking slippers into a dungeon.
5: <laughs> but dude, if I could beat Alexander wearing those slippers, I'd be the most bossest of all. but the thing though. is dude, like
1: you for as shitty of a point as that is, i I kind of agree with you. no, 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 no I absolutely that. do. I get her done absolutely do because yeah. you know, a lot of times dude, if I queue in, with someone who is cosplaying lightning or cloud. Or link. If I is if I'm not streaming, I will walk away from my computer for 30 minutes.
0: But you know what? That's not as bad as people who go in wearing like fucking just nothing but their swimsuit and a fucking
4: goblin head. I agree. It's I mean You know what? The people I can't stand is people who have like Wearing like all white armor, and they have the fucking Moogle head on, and they call themselves the Warriors of Mog. At least you look like you belong in a battle because you're wearing armor. It's
0: better than the time you died, fucking Moghead. better than the time you dyed All of your PvP gear a different
4: fucking color of the rainbow. Yeah, that is true. That's actually what my ninja glamour is. Right no, now. you fucking Skittles. I mean, that's your new name, Skittles. Skittles, we, Skittles Landis. We have, we, you know, we have glamour now.
1: It, it, we don't need to make our characters look fucking retarded. Maybe, maybe that was one of the things about old MMOs is that you know you just equipped what was best and fuck if I look stupid. And maybe now. Maybe oh is, my god.
0: That Whoa. revelation. No, you're D- do right. Do you remember do Before you remember Hang it on. used to be that we never you always looked like a fucking clown and now people are glamoring themselves to look like
1: fucking clowns. It is true, but not only that, but like do you remember sometimes the the legitimate conundrum that you would have looking at a really really well-statted subligar and going, "Ah, don't want to wear this because no. it really wrecks the entire thing." But those stats are so good. You're preaching to the choir. Do you not remember the Enkidu Subligar from
4: FF11? Absolutely, yeah. Wasn't
0: that pink? That was
5: fucking no, It was red. Pink. It was red with weird straps. It was pink.
1: It was red and it was, pink. It was, it it, was pink.
0: It's, it's I had red. an entire link shell. I just put it on my mannequin
5: yesterday. It's definitely red. I had an okay. entire link
0: shell. I think you need to... Uh, that, that came after me because it was fucking pink. It, it, it was pink.
1: It was, that was also long-running... It's long running. So I was just looking Maybe at it. It's a long-running joke on the show. And also, your color Yeah, you may need to change the hue of your monitor. Maybe right? this isn't so
3: much a <laughs> plea to SE then to not allow us. Maybe this is a plea to the community in general to use glamour Responsibly, I was gonna say,
0: you don't—you don't understand Wait, chasm?
3: You don't understand how hard
0: in in the previous years and the previous games and generations that we've worked to get to a point where you can glamor yourself to look cool. All the time, and this the, is we, how this is how you use the fucking privilege that we've given to you. That privilege Fuck can be taken you. away. You goddamn
1: Final Fantasy millennials! Whatever fruitcake, it's wrong. Uh, all right, so this last piece of new gear, uh, I'm crafting? Go- yeah, crafting. I'm gonna. Crafting? G- I think it kind of looks pretty cool. It, it looks sort of like uh, what the Ironworks version of crafting gear would be. Yeah, I, liked, I like. I yeah. like the uh, the the body piece on the mail. I think it looks pretty sweet. It actually is not bad for crafting gear. It's pretty decent. I'm gonna give it that. It looks so. like that said. And stuff. Um. Actually, it does you know, it, you're right. It, well, uh, and that would go along with the ironworks. thing. stuff so yeah. was ironworks. Yeah. yeah, because
5: he's the one who who upgraded it for you. Right.
1: Uh, so, uh, next here we check out, uh, the Fields of Glory Shatter, the new, uh, PvP mode that's going to be coming to Frontlines, as well as a whole new map. Uh, we spent a little bit of time on the last episode trying to really pin down where physically in the world this might take place. There's a lot of
0: snow going on, considering that in the one screenshot, we actually saw some areas that that, were that had no out. snow. Yeah. yeah.
1: that Which, yeah, that, uh, is, weird. is pretty, uh, pretty interesting. So, I think, like, maybe one section of the map may be less snow-covered than the others. Um, but, it, you know, mm. Papa Woody had suggested on the last show, and I, I really like this suggestion, that this may actually be Camp Glory or somewhere f- or, uh, near, near Camp Glory. There were Glory. some fields that we thought yes. per, like it could fit in there pretty easily. Yes. And, uh, I mean, I did actually really spend some time with the 1.0 map, as well as uh, the little, very low-quality section of map that that we saw in the live letter and it, that really didn't help i wasn't able to really pin down where i thought it was but i think uh, uh given the name the uh what we've seen of the graphics the small context clues that we've gotten that uh east shroud and camp glory may be a very good guess for this so uh the should, qu- should we have podcast geography again
4: <laughs> well no no we don't need to we don't need to go that far uh but, it, it seems to be a really popular segment with uh oh, what was his name i don't remember his, what his name was in the jail boo fail boo you're terrible uh but i I'm,
1: I'm actually really excited to see uh what lore i mean we never really get a whole lot of lore for pvp zones but what lore we do get uh because it is obviously going to connect with Korthus and ishgard um so even just you know i think physical locations and where they end up being placed on the map are really Interesting to me, uh, even though you know I hadn't thought of this before. But uh, Nika bringing up where exactly is the uh, city of Mahak. Uh That's a, it's a really good question, and I it it may be the northwestern part of the map, uh, uh, you know, past Abelathia's spine and all of that section of the map. Uh, that's where I would guess. I feel like it felt like we didn't check out uh, much inland we you know we went upwards when we were checking out um, uh, the uh, you know when we were going around and, and exploring the new sections that were not connected with Corthus. we weren't uh, you know only portions of those were on land the rest you know we moved up after that one the um, uh, helix no not helix before that the zone before that um, with the training mist The Dragon Tower. Turning mist,
7: annex Tale, Trine?
1: T- yeah, annex shrine. Uh, that I mean, it, you know, that we got, you know, we went through the mountains and then up into that dungeon to be able Soul to unmole into the turning mist. Right. So we've never actually seen so much that- much of the much of the geography associated with Abalathia's spine and more towards the northwestern section of the overall map. So you think that in the north is where the
4: maca Macca is from? I do you think I, hey, I do.
0: <coughs> Remember those uh, weird circle doors that we found in the tail feather zone yeah
1: are those macaque i don't Do think, think those so- might occur to the macaque uh, I, I don't think so because we've seen we've seen that type of construction in the past um, you know we've seen that uh, associated with uh, Zamel and other Corthin uh, structures and being that it's at the south of that map mm-hmm. it could be something that is connected to something intrinsically Korthin or Ishgardian uh, it, it seems to me more likely that this is a section of the map that would be inaccessible because of the mountain range of Abalathia's spine that you need an Airship to be able to fly mm-hmm. over And then that is What makes right, uh, that right. section of the map Accessible so uh, yeah I, I I, just I'm very curious To see uh, what They have uh, connected with fields of glory And uh, you know I, again That name to me really Screams like yeah this is definitely Camp glory uh, so now we check Out deep dungeon and uh, this Is the first time that we've Really gotten any kind of look At it outside of the live uh, we see that the uh, architecture is—it uh, seems to be primarily uh, natural cave-like formations. What? Well, but, but then there are some actual halls. as yeah, well Yeah, prior to that, it was uh, it, it was um, uh, very similar to what you would find in uh, oh god, like why Copperbill? No, not what copper. What mines?
4: No, what, what are you talking? Fu- what the, what one- the literal <laughs> fuck are you talking about? There's only one one mine in the entire Aorzean yeah. continent. Uh, you thinking uh, the right. dark
1: hold then? Uh, yes, Zamel. Or uh, not 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 Zamel dark hold. Uh fucking um
2: Uh, oh,
1: my God. Shut up. uh <laughs> does they,
0: Zemile, that that's the only one that I can think of that that has both like construction in it and like natural formations. Uh
1: no no well no this architecture right here what does oh. this look like? Um
4: Oh, um I mean, it, it, wait, great, great
1: <laughs> contributions just, to the conversation, d- you know? asses? Or are you trying no, to get the name of it? I'm blanking like on the okay, fucking name, It no,
0: looks sure. like AK. I'm there we go, AK, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was an actual blank, if you wanted us to fill it in and you knew what it was, and you're just being like, you fucking dumbasses.
1: Amdapori, thank you. It looks very distinctly Amdapori. I think what I'm most
0: looking forward to about this, though, is the fact that every time you go in, it's going to be different. So it doesn't get to the point where doing it is just like, oh, turn here, turn here. Stop this pull here. Yeah.
5: Well, I mean, and and it, um, said it was going to be different every time.
4: Yeah, they did. And I know they did. That's why I said I'm looking forward to it. Nika, the the but probably my favorite thing about this is that how the, each floor is going to be different. Well, whoa, 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 hold on. Did they confirm that, though? I think they said in the last live that uh, in the in this deep dungeon. It's going to be different. Time. On every time. God, God damn, damn it. To you fuckers
1: that. are useless. Why do I even have you do this show? Uh, anyway, anyway, uh, Otherwise so it'd just be you and Nika. one of the one of the most interesting parts of this section of the trailer is that we actually see some player characters turn into mobs. Uh, which I don't know what that means they haven't described that mechanic in the least but I think that that's really fascinating that you know you've got right here oh, you've you're got right you've got player characters and they're turning into manticores and uh, succubuses. and then you've got you've got it looks like one player, who's who's actually fight who's actually meaningly fighting no you guys are done i'm you're you're done for the rest of the show i'm done with you uh you got you got uh one guy who's who's fighting the mobs and then it looks like the other you know the other characters who are mobs uh that are also uh helping in that fight too
5: i mean i assume that that's probably one of the things on that floor because each floor is its own set of shit that goes down so i bet this floor is like you need to turn into monsters uh, for whatever reason also asked. Do
0: you guys think, think that they're being in af gear means something uh because no. we do know that when we start like item levels, not going to mean anything right
1: mm. yeah. i don't i don't i don't think that af gear i i don't know do you guys think it's meaningful i don't well
5: not necessarily this well, like the af, AF isn't this like but isn't this like the I-90 gear? Like, I don't feel like that any of the new gear has has been shown wearing that original gear. Like, right. they always are showing them in Yeah, well, gear. because since we it know that... It's kind of strange that they go back to that. Well,
0: obviously, we know the item not going to play a, uh, a role in it, right? And I'm not necessarily saying that, oh, by wearing your AF gear, like, you get some type of weird boost or something. But maybe going into it, this is just, like, a default gear that you're given in here. And we've, I think, theorized before that sort of as you get deeper into it, you get gear... or. Or you get things that that basically increases or augments gear. So what if your progress through deep dungeon is somehow tied to this default gear that they give you, and as you go through it, you get stronger, but just within the deep dungeon?
5: Hmm. I mean, that's possible considering those are weapons oh, that the they give you that, that are glowing.
1: Uh. So. Uh, well, yeah. They y- y- the the weapons do seem unique. Um. I I just don't know. I I mean I. I think it's a big jump to, to say that there's significance behind that. I just don't... I don't think that you can... That you can make that... That logical jump right there. Who's that chick in the torn up dress? That's uh, right I just saw that for a second. Well, let's... Oh, it's bring it they're, she's crying.
5: She's laughing just the, like Etta. Yeah, the, there's... The,
1: it, it, when, you, when you listen to the trailer,
3: they've got the laugh going on. Yeah. It, and it's she's called not the
5: Palace of, of the, the dead. dead. She probably uh, rules this
3: place. That would... That is so awesome. If, you know, that would go back to us asking on the last episode, how come they only did it that one time with her? Yeah. If they're going to continue pulling with her lore. But it's not the same thing that she was wearing the last time we saw her. It is True.
5: not, but I kind of feel like she's probably uh, the final boss or something. She probably rules this place. She's not going to wear torn up rags anymore. Yeah. Mm.
0: When she gets down there and finds all these people that want to marry her, then she's like, all right, well, give me a nice dress. Be- now
1: she's the queen. She's the queen of the dead. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I. Th- I, I. Really interesting. The, another thing that I wanted to point out that not every character is necessarily in AF. It looks like we've got a ninja down here Oh, and okay. What the fuck is on his head? It le- that is a really big, wide headpiece or hat that he's wearing? You guys see that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back here. Look at that. It is very strange. Like oh, you can it see is. It, it's pretty
0: big. You can Ugh. see how large it is. Uh-huh. That's
1: definitely not the ninja AF. So not every character is depicted with having just AF in here. Uh, well, people are saying too that Ethis has recently did something about this too in relation
0: to the editing. And then Shady Grove saying, I'm glad Etta is okay. Did you not do hard <laughs> mode? She is not okay, yeah. bro.
3: No, no, no. She, she is the is
0: Palace never, of the Dead. She is she never going to be okay. Yeah. Not even She's that. Dead. She is never
3: going to be okay. I think it would be cool. Is like if we, As we expand on Palace of the Dead, we see more people who show up here well, uh, that's
0: a way you can bring hearts and farts back. There, now. I agree oh, yeah, with that. No. Oh. <laughs> Dead orphan, Dead Orsafans oh, no. is the final
3: boss. Yes, yes. Any you turns. have to kill him again. Oh, but you wh- got him killed the first time. Now do it again. But what would be great
0: is when you're fighting him, he's not like. Obviously, you're fighting. He's trying to kill you. But the whole time, he's not taunting you. He's trying to seduce you into coming. My friend, <laughs> you finally came back to me. It's so nice and happy down here. There's no pain. Uh, Be with me. Embrace it. I have my chocolate. And then, Why are you doing this to
3: my to And my then field? when you start fighting him, like when you like say, no, get away from me. I'm fighting you. He just starts trying to guilt trip you over it. Yeah. I can't believe you let me die. What kind of warrior of light are uh-huh. you? Uh-huh. Oh, oh my god! No, this is the legacy Dude. that I died okay, for. Okay, they oh, are setting a yes.
0: precedent.
5: If we get Eda in here, this could quite be like almost like an underworld. Like, yeah. Oh. I mean, if we put put Moon Moonbrita. We put, moon uh. put Yaseal here, and we put Hearts and Barts. Hades fuck boss.
1: I like this idea. Yes.
0: I, oh god. If I, Hades I like it. There? No. I like the Hades idea.
5: Steals from FF eleven story.
0: You have to kill all the people you couldn't save.
5: (laughs) Yeah, except that was was the last expansion in FF eleven. Except nobody did it.
1: Nobody did it. There's like fifteen people. There's fifteen people in the entire world that would get the reference, and everyone else would be, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Twenty five percent of the people people who did that storyline are
3: in this room right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's just me.
1: That's right. Uh,
2: uh,
3: And
1: spoilers so yeah thanks a lot okay no, you're welcome you're welcome it is entirely possible that uh we may see the return of edda now we uh get a preview of Sorkai. now let me explain why i'm disappointed by this okay we do see that we're fighting off against uh, uh against uh, moglin here as well as race Valger is the final boss and at first i was like oh shit, what went down between us and race Valger? Like, to sour their relationship. Right. It's, I, I can almost guarantee you that nothing is going to go down to sour their relationship and that this is going to be a test to earn. <laughs> yourself yourself. Yeah, to prove yourself to Ooh. race Valger, which takes all of the stakes and all of the teeth,
3: even from a narrative point of view, yeah. out of it. Well, uh, altogether. The only thing I can think of is what if race Valger sided with Nidog? Why? Why? Why, Why would he?
1: That doesn't make any sense. At all. Yeah i i i don't i don't see that happening at all yeah you just ruined it for me Nero. I, I mean because <laughs> I, I mean it would be interesting if he did i would i would be way more interested in this dungeon if that was the case but yeah. literally nothing in the in the storyline adds up to that nope so uh yeah i i and again with the presence of moglin i just think that it's a it's a trial However, it's a test of your skill. Here's what I think would be
0: cool. Like the reason that we have the the Mog dailies and the reason that Moglin is up here. What if something goes down between the Mogs, us and Moglin? For some reason, we actually kick or chase Moglin out of Mog home. So now they have to sort of fend for themselves. And that's why they're doing all these crafting things is we have to come and basically teach them how to fucking fend for themselves without Moglin telling them what to do. And he's gone up here to wherever he is. And that's why we're fighting him up there. That might be kind of cool, but you're probably right about the Rhaegel Gorg yeah, trial I, 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 shit. I, I, Maybe we'll get a little baby Rhaegel Gorg, and we'll be able to r-
1: ride him as a mount.
2: I mean, our Dar- d- stormer all over look, again.
1: Look, don't get me wrong. Le- like, just looking at the at the arena here, like they have started to do some pretty cool stuff with the arena. Even though it does feel a little bit like uh, a bigger version of the Kraken fight from Hullbreaker, we don't just have a circle arena. We have like nine. <laughs> So Polka dot Arena.
0: Yes. Um somebody brought up a good point here. Oh.
5: Fuck her right in the pussy and <clears throat> strum that bean like you're playing lead
2: solo on a husky by the geek tune, hashtag <laughs> subhomies.
1: That was an interesting pause husky. there. All right. Bye. Yeah. Uh thank you. Thank you, Thor. Much, we miss you, buddy. Much appreciated. Uh uh-huh.
0: someone mentioned though that we might need a dragon eye to fight Nidhogg, and maybe the test is, oh well, if you want my eye, then you'll have to fight me. Oh, okay, you won.
1: Here's my eye. Yeah. It, <laughs> we gotta borrow your own. It eye would for be some. it would be better if we were forced into a situation where we had to kill him. To take the eye, yep. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And that he was not he was not willing to give it. Yep. Why do you just want to kill everybody? I just because want, nobody dies! Because I just want some meaningful conflict. Yeah. This is not a meaningful conflict. If we're just going up there to do the trials of race Valger, like that takes all of the
3: stakes or teeth out of it from even a narrative point of view. I like how we complain about getting circle arenas all the time and two times now we get a now we get a ring arena and seven circle platforms. Still circles. Nine. Yeah, that's what I mean like but like you're okay. Really tiny though. Yeah. I heard you like circles, bro. <laughs> so here's nine of them. Here's circles in your circles. Th- this one's just a ring. This one doesn't count as a circle, we promise. And
4: the other one yeah, it's a donut. That's fine. It's a donut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
1: so uh and then the final part of the uh trailer here, the Steps of Faith Preview, the uh, final steps of the final steps of faith. Preview, and uh, you know, like we had said, uh, we had said as we were going through. The trailer, a very cool application of the Heaven's Word theme here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and good. I, I really do hope that it's going to be uh, is similar to T13 in that respect. That it's that's going to be the uh, primary the primary music. Look at all those
3: fucking ads. Yeah, there's a lot of ads going on here. Tons of We're, ads. Which thematically I really like because it makes it feel like it's part of a larger battle going on. It's not you're just showdown with Nidhog. Right. It's it's you and the oh there's Nidhogg and his army. And right. Seeing Ishgard in the
0: like
1: the silhouette of it it in the background Mm -hmm. that's fucking that's awesome it is really cool now we also see a transformation here and it seems like Nidhogg Estonian ends up transforming into something that uh, somewhat hybrid between the two somewhat resembles what uh, what uh, Nail ended up turning into Mm. in T9 Uh, Nika did you notice that because
5: I, which part of the trailer are you at?
1: Uh, we're at the, the very, the very, very time stamp. the very, very end. We're at 829 where uh, Nidhog is uh, about to do the final damage spike that brings the uh the, oh, the I didn't even of,
5: see that the first time. Holy shit. He
1: it looks like, yeah, he's definitely not the size of Nidhog. It looks like he's a hybrid between Nidhogg and, and an Astinian, and, Astinian, and it looksinian hog? It looks very similar to the transformation transformation that Nail underwent during yeah, it T9. Does. Marcus it does. Ragnar says final dragon song dive. Ooh. Uh, so we see yeah, we do see this uh big ass effect going off. Uh, which I'm going to assume is going to be his big you know
4: It looks limit really break L B yeah. three. Yeah. He's queuing. L B R
1: uh, and there we get the uh, the final display of Revenge the logo, of the Revenge of the Horde. Uh, very very cool stuff. Um, I don't. Is there? Do you guys have any headcanon why uh, Astinian would undergo a transformation like that?
0: <clears throat> well, uh, honestly, I always thought that the whole him like getting the two eyes, then turning into Nidhog himself was kind of lame in force. The idea that he would instead turn into some type of weird dragon, you know, dragoon hybrid, like what we see right there. Yeah. That's, makes more sense to me, but what the headcanon is on why he's only just now doing it,
3: that I don't really know. My, I, I think it's going to husband... be kind of the opposite of what happened before, whereas in when as soon as uh, Astinian let his guard down, Nidhogg was able to take over. I'm wondering if maybe as we're focusing Nidhog to focus on us rather than on Astinian, maybe Astinian's able to regain some control over see, it. No, see no See, my, my
5: headcanon is the opposite. My headcanon is the reason that they've saved separate entities and he can switch between Nidhogg and Astinian is because Astinian still has some control. What I'm mm. thinking is that here, Estini has lost all control finally he's become an ultimate line. being and this is proof that he's going to die and we can't save him
3: oh ah, interesting I like that uh, exactly the opposite take
1: uh well uh, what are you guys most excited for from this trailer I mean the trailer is causing a mm. lot of hype in the ff14 community <coughs> are you guys feeling the hype and what are you most excited about I'm going to say that I'm most excited
0: about the MSQ, uh, because going oh, through going through 2.0, even going through the beginning of, of 3.0, there were so many times when you're just like, oh my, holy fuck. Yeah. Like the amount of times, uh, Jux, I think you were the first one to actually make it through all the story stuff, and you were the one that was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And I feel like we haven't really felt that since the the you know when when heaven's word first launched like there's been some good moments here and there but i think overall when it's done we're kind of left a little bit hanging it's felt like a lot of setup and not a lot of payoff and this better be the fucking
1: payoff
0: yeah I, I hope so. So that's what I'm most looking forward
1: to. Uh, do, uh, so we're we're seeing a a narrative resolution. So what do you guys think that this means for patches moving forward? If Square Enix doesn't have the MSQ to focus on and they don't have to produce more quests, where are they going to shift that development focus? Oh, I still, well,
5: I think we're still going to um, get there. There are going to be MSQ. Yeah, I think about? it's going to shift like, where the
1: story
3: is at.
5: The Yida and Papalimo shit is totally where we're going after this.
3: And Warriors like, of Darkness. We haven't seen any
5: of them from as the Warriors of Darkness. None of them that was in any of this preview like this is clearly the next two patches are going to be all the msq that lives directly into the next expansion 100 hmm. that.
3: that that would be my guess yeah. i think we're yeah we'll still see msq It's just going to shift away from the dragon song war
4: which <laughs> oh, finally how funny would it be if screen like no we. It- the Dragon Hour is done. It's you all done. Don't, you don't get any more main storyline quests. Well, I mean, there were wow. some,
1: there were some, pe- no, there were some people that <coughs> that had theorized that this was the end of expansions or, or no. not expansion or end of content updates.
0: No. And total expansion? Like they were going to pull a fucking World of
1: Warcraft and we wouldn't get anything for fucking a year? Yeah. A year? Yeah. No. They're out of their minds. No. Yeah. No, well, that's, but that's, I, I've, I've seen that sentiment echoed in a number of places. What
2: about the
0: fact that we They've still need the third Void Arc? What about the fact that. that we still need the third arm of alexander are they just ignoring those like they've just decided no they're only we only get gordius and midas that's the end no that's fine
4: you get those just no no main storyline quests yeah right the main storyline is done i I think there's plenty of stories still to explore it's the
5: end of the dragon song war but it's not the end of heaven's word we haven't even gone to the heavens yet it's called heaven's word we're going to the heavens it's
4: it's heaven's word is the king thoradin's crew they are the
0: Heaven's Ward. Heaven's yeah. Ward doesn't actually refer to going up into heaven, Niki. Unless you're hearts and farts. Well, he, he,
6: he,
2: you, he made it to Heaven's Ward. No.
0: no, he made it to the Palace
3: of the Dead. He went down.
0: <laughs> no, he because he's gay.
5: Oh.
3: Wow. Oh. Man, Hyderlyn <laughs> is cruel.
5: <laughs> At they did mention the name being a pun on Heavenward, like towards the heaven. That, they said it was a pun on Heaven's... Now that we necessarily go to that, we've like, been we're in the, we up there. It's a like, sea of
1: clouds, not high enough. We've spent a lot of fucking time in the sky. Yeah, I was just about to say. Like,
4: it I seems mean, like I we've gone towards maybe. the heavens. Uh, I guess,
5: maybe. So, but uh, I still, there's no way this is the end of it.
4: The only possible uh, way we can go any higher is if we go to the like Garlion space station. Oh Jesus!
1: Uh, it always <laughs> comes back to that. Juxta, what are you most excited about for three point three? Yeah
4: nothing what my favorite thing I'm excited about is coming in 3.35 thank you very much oh the palace of the dead okay Mm -hmm. with those fucking weapons man weapons of light those are awesome now, what
1: if you can only use them inside Palace of the Dead? That that's not going to be a thing. You That'd don't think? That'd be dumb. Or, or if they're maybe, only glamorable like, Or they're, they're no, only I like, bet you worth can, I'm
5: willing to bet you can only use them in there until you get to the final floor, and then you can yeah. take them out.
4: Yeah, see, like... Oh, okay. okay, I'd be okay, okay. with that. that.
1: That would be fine. Yeah. I think that would... Yeah. that, And that's an incentive to keep going at that <clears throat> content so that you have something you can take out of it. I like that idea.
3: Yep. Yeah. It'll be cool if you're, like, that first person where you walk out in the world and someone checks you, like,
4: oh, cool. Yeah. You've wasted a lot of time in Palace of the Dead. Nice. Uh, I really wanted to be like a really long grind, to like a relic grind. Yeah. Not everyone deserves light weapons. Hmm. Uh, Everyone's uh, gonna have a light weapon. <laughs> Nika, Nika, how about you?
1: What are you most excited about?
5: Fighting whirlwind. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> no, um. You
1: don't yeah! even know. That. You have no idea if that's even going
5: to happen. No, I know. It's definitely the MSQ. Like, if anything that this trailer got me hyped for, it was all the dragon flying fire beating things up. Like, I guess that I got so. And, like, with the presence of Dragon Song there at the end, I was like, this story is going to be epic as fuck. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it. I, I mean, I think you're right. It is going to be uh, a, a very big watershed moment in our narrative. Not in here. Moogle slippers. Oh God! Why do you pick the worst stuff, Nika?
3: <laughs> it's always the worst.
1: Uh, so uh, she bad. likes to make you go. Oh.
3: Uh, Escalia, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna say uh I like maybe purely on that Ozma boss battle. Did you that- just say my cock? <laughs> i'm super into my cock oh my god that is so the name
1: for that my <laughs> cock yeah that's what we're yeah, calling the, it the, the weeping city of my cock <laughs> uh <laughs>
2: the,
1: <weeping laughs> which yeah. <laughs> the, place. the beginning of that actually it's ends dripping. up working yeah, yeah. okay nero if
3: it's dripping like that you need to see a doctor <laughs> uh, no, uh just like purely on that ozma boss battle like i've like I've never seen a boss where I've looked at it and just been like, oh my God, I want to do this fight. It looks so cool. Uh, Well, uh, I'm going to agree with you. I do think that the Mycock is going to be
1: the best. (laughs) Very small. The best part of tiny, uh, uh, of 3.3, 3, but I'm also going to echo Juxta's sentiment that the thing that I'm most excited for in terms of uh, game function is uh, Deep Dungeon, which yeah, obviously so as well. we're, we're not going to get that until 3.35. I'm kind of surprised that you're not a little bit more excited for Treasure Dungeons, Kahlo. It depends on what's in there
0: But again Like it's always You're be, right Going in there It's always going to be The same thing So basically All that's going to do for me Is all of the Like glamour runs That I do Like the right. T13 runs yeah. It'll just be doing
1: Aquapolis instead Yeah, Fair so. enough a Aquapawith with. Uh, so, yeah, if you'd like to uh, give Limit Break Radio a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 8715 or LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Not sure if we
4: is, have- it,
0: is our Skype back up now? No, uh, no not well now. No, no, but no, we do have Marcus
4: Ragnar on the Discord channel. Uh, Marcus, welcome to Limit Break Radio. How's it going? It's going good, going
1: good. Uh, so uh, what do you want to talk about today, homie?
7: Um, mainly the, the, the trailer, especially the bit at the start with all of the whole Nidhogg shit, and he's, like, you know, taunting and saying he's gonna fucking kill your ass. Yeah. Cause, um, like, the day after it came out, I watched Mr. Happy's, like, analysis of it, and I wanted to slap him within five seconds.
1: Why, why, why did you want to slap Mr. Happy? Besides the obvious. (laughs) Well, yeah, besides the
7: obvious, um, he, he somehow completely forgot the entire, like, to the original steps of faith. Yeah, Like, why that was even a fight. You are
4: cutting out horribly. Yeah, you're. You're. Discord
5: is the worst.
4: Uh, jeez.
5: <laughs> well, it's either Discord. I can't hear
7: Nico on so. Mm. Wow,
1: well, so we're having I all. We're
5: kind of
7: We're
1: having all kinds of fun technical issues today. Uh, yeah,
3: don't worry. I did too. Uh,
1: well, it's it's kind of hard to understand. But uh, you want to you want to give it one more shot? We'll give you one more shot at uh at getting it. bullet
7: yeah the uh elevator pitch oh, style. Bullet lines, uh, haven't forgot how shit works, he's stupid. I'm really excited to fucking fight Nidhug, I've been wanting to fight him since the end of uh, 3.0 MSQ. Like, seriously, fight me. Fight me now, you stupid fucking dragon. Also, yeah. Istinian's still totally gonna fucking die. Call on it now, he's dead. Okay.
3: Uh. I meant the bullet lines to your call, not the bullet lines to why Mr. Happy sucks, but okay. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> I'll uh,
0: give you both. That is one thing I'm looking forward to, because I was always really salty that Astinian got the uh, the killing blow quote-unquote, on Nidhog, so I'm
1: glad that that we actually get a real fucking shot at him now. Well, yeah, now we get to kill him and Nidhogg at the same time. Yeah. It seems sort of like... That'll learn you to one-up us. Yeah, take that, asshole. Uh, thanks for the call, Marcus. Uh, sorry it was uh, so hard to understand you. Uh, hopefully, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping that the... Uh, Windows 10
4: installation will be finished by. Uh, it's uh, done. Oh, it is done. Yeah, I, I tried to get Nika in there, but she said it was it would...
5: the quality was like you guys are in another room. Like it was bad. Uh,
1: we well, have to work it out. No, well, I, I, it probably reset all of my Skype settings, so everything's <laughs> yeah, coming. Probably everything's probably coming in through the webcam. So uh, <laughs> we will, we will get that all sorted out for Final Encountercast. By the way, if you like the show, if you've been enjoying the show, hit the follow button. Join us every Sunday when we're here live on Twitch Limit Break Radio, and then also join us over at our other show and channel, Final Encountercast, which is at Twitch.tv/slash Final Encounter Cast and FinalEncounterCast.com. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, a lot of interesting stuff over on that show today, uh, including th- uh, some recent tweet- tweets by uh, Minecraft creator Notch uh, that have been uh, deemed sexist. So we're going to break all of that down over on Final Encounter Cast today at five. Make sure you head on over there, Twitch.tv slash final encounter cast so uh now uh, kalo you had posed this question to the group uh as we were uh talking about forming this week's uh this week's episode and i think that given some of what we've seen in the trailer and some of our discussion that this is a pretty apt discussion to have uh so you want to uh
0: yeah yeah yeah. basically i mean you know a lot of us are wondering what comes next, right? Not just with the Dragon Song War, with all of those loose ends that we seem to have that have been being set up throughout all of Heaven's Ward. Everyone's wondering what's going to happen. And this isn't the first time that it's happened. And when, when stuff like these narrative things end up coming down the drain, I think there is sometimes a, a lot of lashback against things, such as the Sultana not actually dying, right. you know? And I think. What I'd like to pose to you guys today is what types of plot twists or or what type of of narratives would you like to see in the game, but probably likely never ever will. Mm,
3: so uh, things. Things that are kind never going yeah, to happen. Yeah. Like a little more But they're never going to happen.
0: Well, I don't know. Too. Maybe it's stuff that's a little more dark. Maybe it's not. I mean, it doesn't have to be dark stuff. But what do you think would improve the narrative? Or what do you think would be a good direction for it that Square Enix, for whatever reason, just won't take i mean obviously we've talked to death the idea that uh, the sultana stayed dead, per- permanent character but death I, I, and honestly i think that something like permanent character death is probably going to be a very strong contender among amongst all of us sure but that's because something like that if it isn't overused game of thrones uh can be extremely powerful motivating factor absolutely right absolutely so
3: uh escalia why don't you go first on, on the note of real consequences i would say the thing that i would like to see is the, like this whole game we've had we've had the calamity and now then we had the war with the garleans now we've got ishgard Song war it's always war or these big battles and too often it feels like there isn't real consequence to those wars and to those battles i would like to see something major happen when we go to 4.0 when we start doing the alamigo thing i would like to see the garleans come down and Burn Uldah to the ground. Raise um,
0: it. Okay, so let me ask you this. You didn't feel like there were consequences to the end of 2.0 when the fucking Scions were fucking completely disgraced? They were undone. When when we spent half of this expansion trying to get them back together, when when we thought that the uh, Sultana had been murdered, mm-hmm. when Elphinaud went through this whole big, like, Crisis of, sure. of of faith because he thought that he was a fucking failure in every respect. Right. Whoa, hold none hold of that, up, hold none up. of if, that was consequences. If you. that was
3: all, still how things were, I wouldn't be saying this well, right now. Well,
0: obviously we go. We, you dig yourself out of that
3: hole. Well, no, but like you dig yourself out of that, you find all your scions who are dead. They're we've pretty much confirmed they're all still alive. Well, there's an ebb and a flow. I guess we down, like, we're back up, and but, at the end of this, something else will probably
0: happen that'll take us down but again. But that doesn't
3: feel like, like if your whole game has all these major calamities and wars, there should be real loss. There should be. Things, like, I look at these wars and just say, I great. I guess Ascalia doesn't consider Hearts and Farce a real loss. No, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, if you
0: consider that that's really the only loss that we've had in like three Trues. years. True. I think what you're looking for isn't just loss or consequences because we get that i think you need some type of permanent visual representation of that loss you
3: need a scar that doesn't go away or something a big hole yeah something that (laughs) something that majorly affects my character where like i will think like i want to be worried when i go do something like what are gonna be the consequences of me doing this imagine imagine
0: that the sultana had stayed dead sure okay and at the end of or at the beginning of three for example, you know, right. when everything gets okay in Ulda, what mm-hmm. we do is we resurrect a monument to her. Now there's this giant Sultana statue, yeah. right? And then one of the people from the uh uh you, Alleged little Syndicate. The Syndicate. The Syndicate staged some type of terrorist attack that blow that fucking statue to hell. So now whenever you load into Ulda, the first thing you see is this disfigured statue of the Sultana. Yeah.
3: That'd You're right. Cool. Some sort of but you got it. some sort of symbol of Even loss that we're, like isn't just taken away in a few patches. Well, like yeah, that, I, I that's think
5: the that, thing with what he's saying is I totally agree is that death has almost no meaning unless they're like a side random character. Like every right. single person that has died in this game has come back to life or not really dead. And so the the thing is is that also not having consequences that we know, oh so and so died, oh it doesn't matter, they'll be back in a patch. Who
3: who believes in this room right now that any of the scions are going to die for good?
5: I still don't
3: you think Minfilia is dead. actually dead. No. N- no. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. I don't think I'm died. never worried about any of them dying. I don't think Alfina is going to ever die. I doubt Amurk is going to die. Minfilia exploded. Brianna the Tarth might die. Brianna <laughs> Tarth might might get killed. Uh.
1: No. Well, because there's still more about her character because right. she's a uh, Garlean. I
0: bet she'll play a bigger role if we end up going to uh. You know, Poplimo and Yeta take us
3: to. Mm-hmm. To Alamigo, Alamigo. Yeah, I'm sure she'll probably play, play mm-hmm. a pretty big uh pretty big but role over there. Most of the major characters, you're not actually worried about them dying. That's why Orshafant was powerful, because he was, for the time, a major character. And when he died, you're like, oh, shit. Right. That's something. I think he could
0: have been more powerful. because I agree. I mean, a lot of us going into Heaven's War were just like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, oh yeah, him, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> oh, hot
3: chocolate dude. Oh, that He's guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think, obviously, were- <laughs> it
0: affected some people more than others, Malkyria. Oh, but, God, yeah. uh, honestly, I thought that Orchifant, while he was uh, sort of out of left field, I thought he was a safe death.
3: Yeah, he was because at the end of the day, it's like who like who would have been bigger in that storyline? Like, right? Emirik. Like, Emirik. would be know. major. Maybe now. Now, But yeah. even at that point, Emmerich dying. Eh. How about Tataru?
1: Tataru Ooh. would yes. have been yes.
0: Tataru would have been big. So, yeah.
1: so by the way, uh, we've now uh, got our phone lines all sorted out. If you want to call in, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810 515 8715. com slash Discord. We've got Nika back on her own computer. I guess now with Windows 10. She's Ooh. really great. Yeah, I is like it running Windows smoother. 10. She's ten times as good. Well, I mean, it doesn't sound. Hey, it doesn't sound, ten times zero is still zero. It doesn't sound any better being on Windows Ouch. ten. But I'm sorry, ten times not, one is still Nika. That 10, is shit. by the way. I just want to point out that is not your fault. It is a hundred percent of Skype's fault because Skype is awful. Uh, everything about Skype is awful. So uh, anyway, thank thank you guys for uh, you know. Putting up with our mm-hmm. uh, technical limitations today, uh, we're gonna go to our phone lines here in just a second. As soon as we've got uh, Malkyria of Sergeant Janis ready <laughs> uh, to go,
3: she's gonna call in and yell at us. Uh, so, oh well,
1: uh, that should probably be expected. So, okay, uh, meaningful character, you know, like extermination. Let's call it. Uh, no, it well, d- <laughs> it doesn't even have
3: to be characters. That's why I was thinking, yeah. like, what if the whole city of Ulda was burned down and everything gets flipped on its ear, and now there's refugees going into Alamigo in but the that's, next expansion. I don't I don't that a bit, that's
1: a little bit that's a little bit what you got with uh with the calamity though you know yeah, you like, can't
5: actually burn a whole town because like they're like you can't eliminate an entire zone where other people will be so it's like if you never complete the storyline sure. you can access old but if right. you do you can't ever go back i don't think they could actually do that hey, but i though. think
3: okay. the, se- the segment is things that will never actually happen well no but i think a fucked up old uh you know I like, thought like what if yeah what if Al amigo becomes that new starter area everything kind of shifts there and then like the ruins of Uldah are one of your dungeons yeah, it would be neat, but I, yeah, that's... I or, yeah, or you have, like, burned down Uldah, like the ruins of Uldah. Mm. I and,
5: thought we were and, going for things that wouldn't happen, but would be cool if it
2: didn't
4: happen.
0: And you can still do that with phasing technology, where people just see it differently, as long mm-hmm. as you don't put, like, giant pillars, you know, right in the way of something like you
4: that. You know what? No. You know what? If you want to, like, make a big uh, impact on the community, burn Uldah to the ground. You can't go there ever again. The end. End of discussion. But they play it too safe. They do play it too yeah. safe. Mm-hmm. Well, how would you do that from a technical level, though?
1: Because uh, you would have—I mean, Nika's not wrong. You would have adventurers le- leveling and playing in that area up until they got to the po- to some point in the narrative, not even in the leveling process,
4: but in the narrative. And then what? You just, would- just remove, just like uh, like remove the uh, zone lines from Ulda and put pillars there. And if you have your home point set there, um, you're gonna be burning and dying. (laughs) Make a new character. Here, here's here's the problem with that: is every
0: single quest that takes you to Ul'dah now has to be rewritten or it's locked out or it's locked out, locked out forever. You suck. If it's part of the MSQ, what you just can't do the MSQ
5: anymore. Yeah, because what no, if you're no. a brand new play- Like It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Well, no, it like, would like, work. They'd they they a
0: have- lot more behind it than just, oh, yeah, just close
2: the lock. There
3: have been MMOs could, where things change it. over time, like as you yeah, like, level, like areas change. So you can make it that right. once you get to that point in the storyline, Uldabi comes locked out.
5: I, well, I think you can make it look ruined. Like you can take the walls and put crushed pieces in them. You can take buildings and take chunks off of the roofs. I think that would be possible. And then you could still explore Uldah and the same NPCs would be there or most of them. And their flavor text would be like, fuck, everything Would be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could definitely do that, but I don't think you could literally eliminate a main city's town.
3: I'd be okay with that if they took a part of Uldah and made it inaccessible. Like It doesn't have to be anything like
4: huge, but like just some part of Uldah is now crushed. I don't know. Uh, What major quests are even in Uldah? Like, obviously, the main storyline quest, like, starts there. End
5: of 2.55 and the start. Well,
4: yeah, but, like, after, like, let's say 3.33, they burn Uldah to the ground. Obviously, there won't be any main storyline quests there after 3.33 or 3.5. Uh, see, I thought the way that you were talking about it was going forward, like from this day
0: when this patch oh, drops, that's no. it, nobody can go back there anymore, we're removing it <laughs> no. from the game. I think, no. yeah,
3: Jux and I were looking at, like, maybe with 4.0. Yeah, like, doing have that, a, have a, have a be part event. of the Alamigo storyline. While we're taking back Alamigo, the Garland's like, fuck you, we're taking Uldah. Yeah, yeah, see,
0: yeah. the reason that I don't think that would be as impactful as doing, like, a, uh, uh Cataclysm. A, calam- a cataclysm is oh well, I miss Ul'dah so just make a fucking alt and go hang out mm. in Ul'dah you yeah know? like if it's yeah exactly. and it's also
5: like they're a job permanently thing. You can't just not level jobs anymore well no you know, obviously you, you
0: would work. just have to move them somewhere else Nika but that's just the thing that would take an incredible yeah. amount of work and it
5: takes away so much from the narrative too because part of them being in Ul'dah is a thing like Ra'bon's from Ul'dah those jobs right. are in Ul'dah like all it doesn't that,
0: again all of that would just change. All right. So
5: That wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> I
0: would like to talk about something. I'd actually like sure. to, I'd like to, like to kick off of Escalia's uh, of And I know a lot of people right off the bat, like 99% like of you are are going to disagree with me, okay? But I wish they wouldn't have killed Minfilia because I think it was fucking lazy. I think the reason they decided to do what they did with her was because nobody liked her. They all thought that she was useless. And what they even used her for was a throwaway?
5: Oh well, I don't you know, think she's dead. The crystal, yeah.
0: the crystal needed her power to tell us what the the fucking the it, uh, Asians were. I too. see. I, I, my, I
5: see. My reasoning behind it too is literally just the fact that she didn't get a cool new outfit. And I'm telling you, for purpose of fan fest and cosplayers and all this shit, she came back in a nightgown. This isn't gonna happen. She died. She her her physical form has died, and she's gonna come back as some like corp, I don't know some she's gonna crazy come, being, and she's gonna have this badass outfit, and she's gonna come in and be this like godlike figure, and she. She's not dead. She's yeah,
1: she, not she's, she's going to come back tempered by the Mother Crystal. All right, well, I wish that she would have just came back.
0: We would have found her normally, right? And instead, I wish that some of the scions throughout Heaven's Ward would have died off. Mm-hmm. And them yeah. dying... <laughs> that tempers her character into some type of new badass my, they because should because taking a character that was previously hated by all the players and finding a way to elevate her back up and making her a favorite and make, making that character that would pop. have been a lot more meaningful than just being like ah shit they don't like her my, my
3: only problem sense. is that, like we would have had this story arc of her like she's now failed as a leader of the scions the scions a lot of them have died and that's the same story arc that Alfino was already going through yeah but
0: you could have also used that to, to perform all kinds of juxtapositions what what Hmm? My, I fucking hate that. What? That's your goddamn name. It's not. It's, it's juxta Oh, right. Of course. Yeah, um, and and use that as uh, you know, as as like a foil to Alfenau. Sure. Right. Yeah. I I think she I think she it handles work. it
3: awesomely, and he sucks. No, I think or, it totally no, would have worked. Even, but it, instead, it could have handled
0: it even badly, and maybe Alfenau tries to help her through that because he's been through it before. But all the things that he's learned, it's just not working with her. It's on it's on a deeper, yeah. more personal mm. level
5: that would have been really cool but instead they're trying to do that with Thancred because like now that is dead you know we're getting all this character development of how Thancred really cared about her and all right. this stuff and well, we're like I think everybody we're from already everybody. liked I mean, everybody even, already liked Thancred <laughs> like we even don't need Yishtola. that character development there yeah we're even getting yeah, some, some hints
0: about Yishtola too so I mean they're doing a really good job with them I and I'm sure with with Poplomo and Yidda we're going to get a lot of that as well I just it, it, don't
5: know anything that's going on as far as we know. I know we don't. It,
0: it's going to really suck if you guys are right and they bring her back and she's just magically changed because then that means she got all this change, but in the most lazy way possible. Right. Yeah. no yeah. actually substance. It
3: was to just it. imparted upon her yeah. rather than having her grow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true.
4: That's true. I really true. want uh, three or uh, like one or three of the Scions, like one of the popular ones like Thancred to sacrifice themselves for Minfilia because everyone hates her like you said so just have all the fan favorites just build themselves up the at, biggest heel yeah, he, he, yeah minfilia. The, minfilia
1: becomes the new brand uh, <laughs> yeah my, my my question my question is, is who who would have to put Pull minfilia over to get the uh get her to, over as a face or yeah that's heel? right
3: to get her over as a face well there's a, there's an actually thing it's, it's not what you do it's who you do it to so who do we hate more than minfilia uh, I don't
5: think people hate Minfilia It's just that we were upset that she was supposed to be a cool character And was kind of useless Who do we dislike
3: more than
4: Minfilia? No, we hate Minfilia M- M- Web. Web.
1: Minfilia gets Shut up. Minfilia gets Web. endlessly kidnapped uh, For the entirety of 2.0 And is totally useless Yeah, I think
4: that most people do not like Minfilia uh,
1: I don't know I don't, I'm not, I, I, I don't know who, would, who you would have so to put her over
4: So you're saying we have to kill someone To make people like Minfilia? Yeah, Min- Minfilia's
1: got to come in and kill someone. What if she came in and killed the Warriors of Dark?
4: I would, I would
3: enjoy if if she comes back and she's still like she resumes being leader of the Silence, but now she's just like ruthless aggression. She's like, I'm never taking that chance again.
0: Mm. Oh my god, you know what would be so cool? What if? All right, so Minfilia isn't just brought back by the Mother Crystal. Someone finds a way to bring her back, but it's out of left field. We don't actually know about it until it happens, and that person has to sacrifice themselves
1: to do it. And it's Tataru. What if what if she gets brought back, but she's not brought back by the warriors of light. She's brought back by the warriors
4: of dark. And no. now now she's leading them. That would be fucking sweet. No, mm. I gotta even better. She's br- she's being brought back by a shadowy figure, and we try to and the shadowy figure we have to help them, and so we help them, but the shadowy figure is an Ascian, and now the Asians have a way into the mother crystal through corrupted Menphilia. Mm. Brutal,
5: or or she's somehow um, like gets sent back down to the living realm, but she's so fucked up. Garlemald gets a hold of her, and she's in the next expansion as an enemy as we go ahead Garlemald.
1: No, what I what I think is that uh, I think your party should be up against something that is like undefeatable. You know you're gonna die. Like you, this thing is coming at you, right. And you're just like you're you're just filled with dread. You know that you're gonna get fucked up by this thing. There's no way to beat it, right? A so, party of but, all ninjas. Well, but you're 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 with Merrowweb right? And so Meroweb, you've got you've got your party. You're knocked out by this thing. Your party has to drag you out. Meroweb is caught. Like there's some weird time paradox that goes on, and Meroweb oh, is travel. left behind to hold the door.
4: God damn it.
1: It's like the uh can we mind God control it. Uh, I wanted Wib- a bigger reaction Out of Nika Because Nika was really Upset by that Nika Game of Thrones
3: talked it to death This week She's like her reactions Are numb
1: But I do think I Like a time paradox Or something like that Is a really interesting Narrative aspect I'm so
5: tired of that shit though. But like, they did so many things That bother the shit Out of me with time paradoxes Though
1: They uh, They used that Pretty heavily In Wings of the Goddess For 11 So mm-hmm. I'm not sure How they could do it In a way that Doesn't just call back to Wings of the Goddess, well, but I do like the... When time when a time paradox is done well, I think that that is a very good narrative aspect well, to bring seen to your well, game. We've, we've seen Wass send us five years
3: into the future That's in right. this game. There That's is true. a grounds no, for time travel. Honestly, that is true.
5: The way to do it is to literally make our character brand. We already have the Echo, which is literally just hmm. witnessing events of the past. All you have to do is make an Echo effect actually have someone notice us there and go from there.
4: The three-eyed... Minfilia.
5: like we're watching something in the past the and someone notices Pop-a-dope? someone notices us and it changes everything
3: yes we are going to be the three-eyed going there you be go great. yeah i like this
1: idea uh no but i i i mean game of thrones was a great example of how you can do a time paradox very very well and well,
5: we have to see where it goes because i'm very bothered by the game of thrones time paradox but <laughs> It's okay. It's, but uh,
3: but it's no matter what, it's a good narrative de- like yes, device. It it's is. powerful. It's a, it, and, and it was and a and very powerful episode. And it's been used to
1: great effect in a whole lot of other things that I, I really like. So. Um,
3: now,
2: uh,
0: there's actually someone else who had, who had an an idea. We're going to call it an idea. All right? And it actually comes from our very own Kooky the Firewall Persona. Is it possible to get her in here to talk to her about this idea? Uh, because I, I have some questions on how she sees it working
1: is she is she connected oh. uh yeah we got uh I'm we here. Got Kooky. Hey, Kooky. hey what's up kook how's it going hey
0: so how's it going so i i don't know if when you when you said this if you were being completely serious or not but uh we're <laughs> gonna put you on the spot now and you said that they should kill off a class
5: yeah what if they do like what do SC- you mean by that well like what if sc say hey they're just gonna implement this like i'm just gonna put this out there dragon song war is over Istinian did a bad example of dragoon, so we're just going to kill off dragoon and replace it with a different class. So, like, they're banning dragoons.
2: Yeah.
0: So, how do you how do you then like all the people who are already dragoons like like yeah what do you
3: do how with do you them? just become they'll lancers you get you get to <laughs> pick another no. job at the same no, level no, no, no. and you get gear compensation
6: no they'll be replaced by a different class or we no, no, get no, no, transferred no. to whatever oh, the no. new oh,
0: class yeah. is I think
5: it would have exactly. to be a narrative choice I was going to say like, hold
0: on that's the, that's what I'm talking about narratively. What stops the character of Ascalia Rayumasa from going, no, fuck this. I'm going to keep practicing the art of dragoonism. The rebel dragoon?
6: Yeah. He'll be replaced by something else. Okay, but, you're but talking, narratively,
3: you're why, why is my character stopping being a dragoon? Right. Why would Ascalia stop being a dragoon? All right. You know what? Fuck it. I'm never going to get this goddamn wyvern. I'll quit this job. I'm well, playing I mean, something else. That,
5: you can say that the soul crystals just lose their glow. <gasps> exactly.
3: The machine doesn't have a glow yet, though. Mm. They could still be they're lancers, but, but yeah, the, but yeah, the dragoon one could actually so, stop working. Maybe once I mean, we kill Nidhog, mm-hmm. you lose and the, the ability eyes. To die,
5: the dragoons lose their power. And what you could do is honestly, you can't make everyone who's a dragoon not a dragoon. It's just once you get to that point in the story, your soul crystal fucks up and you turn into paralyzes something else. You
1: all right? Is turn it, into something else? Par- no, you go into a coma. <laughs>
5: But but why why remove
1: why remove content? It seems like you would have to replace it with something, it and would there would have to have be. To. Exactly. I feel like there would have to They're be a right. development reason for that. It's All just, dragoons be become beastmasters. <laughs> I would hey, shit you, a brick. I'd be so happy.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would lose my mind. Oh, they become puppet masters. I don't care. Pet job. <laughs> I'll shit. take it. I'd lose my mind. I would be rock hard for the next three years.
1: I mean, it would be it would be a brave decision. I just don't know from a technical standpoint how they would be able to pull I, something like that like, off.
3: As a dragoon, I would say that's ballsy as shit. Like, I mean, it would it'd be, be something, something like- original to a game that I've never heard of happening in any MMO ever. And it would just, that'd be so gutsy.
1: But how many how many people would you end up alienating with a decision like that? Because a lot of these decisions, like that seems to be people the counterbalance. People are attached to jobs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People are, I mean, you know. Are dragoons really attached to their jobs? Do you think that's the case? I think they're pretty attached to the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, okay, if us hear, say they're they're maybe a dragon rider stuff. instead of a dragoon. Like, what if something, like, they learn to fight alongside their dragons. Like, what if... You know, your soul crystal dies, and you turn into something that's very similar to a Dragoon, and it plays like a Dragoon, oh, but it's not a yes, Dragoon. Yes, at
3: the end of the Crystal War, uh, or at the end of the Dragon Song War, as part of the piece, they have like Ishtag has to do away with the Dragoon practice as part of their peacekeeping with the dragons. And now and, you have Dragon Knights, where they work in tandem with that's dragons. That's actually kind of interesting. No, I that would say. be fucking wow. boss. You could
5: play the same, but have things be called different things. Yeah, actually, you just become
1: Dragon Knight. Yeah, Ascalia just made it click for me like yes. that made it that made it cl- that made it click for me i get i get that that would, be, that would to be things
4: really cool. that are never
1: gonna happen <laughs> that
4: <laughs> that's would just be... the way things are that's a regret. great idea thank Fuck you for off. that
0: <laughs> um the other thing which you know i was i wasn't gonna bring it was it's dumb as shit but i did talk to Skurl a little bit about this idea Dumbest oh, dude ever now hold on first of all he started by recanting his space station idea he says the only reason he brings it up now is to get on get on your nerves okay but what he
4: sure yes. okay. uh-huh.
0: what he thinks now is that because it's, it's it's unrealistic that the fucking Garleans would be in space. He gets that now. But what if now. hidden deep underground well, there on. was a I subterranean mean- Garlian missile silo?
2: God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! I'm good. The Omega missile. You guys are fucking <laughs> retarded. <laughs> I told no.
5: screw didn't you're have idiot. a good idea though, Kyle. An, idiot, an actual good idea. Did I just Nika, don't mind? make us mute you. Because uh, I like it, too. I could present it, too.
0: Well, then present it as your idea. <laughs> Duh.
5: Okay. The The idea is just the fact that, especially since Ishgard has joined the fray, all of the nations are literally just kind of like kumbaya and best friends. And that I feel like that even in a world like this, I know we're united against a common front, and maybe that makes sense against Garland Mould. But if there's no internal, like, strife there's no internal struggle mm-hmm. like i feel like there there just should be something like when you know everything i mean i think squirrel said when the shit went down and you know Limson and grudani just like peaced out no nope, you know, that was
0: actually me that said that like, i took his that? idea okay. yeah what's on the actual outline that's me but the idea that there should yeah, be there should be some kind of struggle between, between the nations yes. that they're well, okay i agree
5: i mean think about
0: other. it these guys are they, fucking they were general from the calamity they are fucking war buddies right and both Connie Senna and Merle Webb, when all that shit was going on Ulda when the Altana was murdered when Roban got his arm cut off they pieced out if i See, was Roban i'd be fucking i'd, I'd feel know. a little betrayed
5: i defended that in our original discussion though because if you think about it Ulda and everyone part of it was being seen as a traitor and mm-hmm. in the interest of your nation if she was the same no you're okay, right that's you are you, no, yes. you're, you're
1: true from a political that, standpoint yes you are absolutely right but explain from that hang standpoint. on Explain that to Rauban because yeah. he just got his arm cut off, and I'm pretty sure at that point justifications start to mean a little right, bit. He less. be betrayed, probably. Mm,
3: absolutely. absolutely. Like from a political standpoint, it's, it's correct. Like you can't like go to war with Uldah to like reset their their monarchy, but like if yeah, if you're. Rauban, you're like, right? Where's the fucking help, guys? Yeah, did you seri- pretend to try. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. I,
1: I, I could, I, I could see even, you know, in the, in, the, in the interest of politics, yes. But Rauban holding that shit in his heart, because how can you not? How can you not? You're right, connor yeah, You're little- absolutely right. They did. They just pieced out by. And then, and then
5: Raubon didn't seem to have that many I don't know, I feel like when Raubon was in the jail after that I feel like he would have been stirring in all of these emotions and come back a little more fucked up when we rescued him, but yeah. instead it was like nothing ever happened. He just just, yeah!
3: Just he still so, down the line he's where, so zen. Just picture a he scene down the line where both Connie Senna them. and Merle Webb are like on the brink of death and only Raubon can save him and be like when you get to the palace of the dead say hello to my arm and just walks away. No, <laughs> my
5: arm. Is it, is it I just, don't think he would let me
1: uh, Is it just me or did they pull the trigger on saving Raoban way too quickly yeah, yeah, because we thought for a while that Pippin was going to sort of replace him, right.
0: But he didn't really need to yeah, no. like he even if we even did even all. if we did rescue him that yeah. early, if he was fucked up and sort of just went off doing his own thing or or whatever, PTSD exactly. like they could have done so much with him. yeah,
1: uh, yeah it Squeenix. is phoenix. it is it is pretty disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's uh, let's go to our phone lines. We've got uh, Melcuria hanging out. Melcuria, welcome to Limit Break Radio. Hi. Hi. How you Hi. feeling? That sounds angry.
6: Motherf- no, it's more. God, I'm exasperated more than anything. She's distressed. This is- I am in. I am in distress.
0: Look, Mel, I- just take a deep breath and smile. It's more befitting of you.
5: Uh, <laughs> mm, mm.
3: That Thank is you. pain right there. Do you hear that pain? Hey, what's wrong? I'm Ta-
6: everything's wrong. <laughs> <it's like> three-
3: <laughs> Melchior, three- is there a three- hole in your happening.
6: heart? Dragon Song War is gonna be is gonna is gonna end. We're gonna be fucking fighting Nidhogg. And there's a fucking possibility that Istinia is going to possibly permanently fucking die. It's, not a possibility. it's
7: happening. He's going
3: to die. You wanna oh, start prepping for that now?
6: I know that, but like it's like I'm bracing myself for the pain because I know it's gonna. I know it's gonna come, but I know for a fact that uh, no matter how much I, I prepare for it, it's still going to fuck. Maybe me look.
0: Maybe Hard maybe out. we'll get lucky and they'll do one of those things where oh, actually, oh sh- shit! It it does look like he's gonna be okay. Then no, the no, axe. He is actually fucking dead.
1: Oh man, I I I. I <laughs> If they don't pull the trigger on actually fully killing Estinian, the final then, like boss th- th- of the expansion, <laughs> then then we can we can pretty much guarantee that we'll see Hearts and Hearts again.
3: It has to be Imeric <laughs> or Estinian. One it has of them to, at least I, has, yes. to of, of them has to go. Both of them preferably.
0: Oh god, don't well, sacrifices I like the original. Movie. Yes.
1: Emmerich, like Emmerich is set up. Emmerich's character is set up for self-sacrifice. That is what I. No, I yes, Emmerich
5: is like the the Raubon of Aesgaard. He's not going anywhere. It,
3: what no, if he gives I his life trying to save Astinian and he thinks he does, and then Astinian just stabs him in the back and kills him. That, that would
1: be okay. Oh, I'd be cool with that. That, that. would be good. No. Yes. yes, that yes. would be great. Well, because you've got. I mean, there is that line in there. If I have to kill my best friend, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like that. I think that you know we're gonna. We have seen some of their relationship played out on screen but i think we're going to maybe get a little bit more depth on that subject because uh, you know this is uh you know two characters that have had an, uh, a long-standing relationship and are very good friends and now it's coming okay. to a final confrontation okay i'm, I'm okay gonna,
0: i'm gonna pitch an idea to you guys okay right.
1: so we're fighting Nidhog, and he's like big
0: giant nidhogg yeah, yeah. right let's say it's Sten- or uh Emmerich's there helping us in some way at the end, he turns into sort of like this 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 half-breed between the two, right? He looks more human than he does dragon. Right. Why what? would Emric turn into a No, hold dragon. on. I'm talking about a Stinian. What if we manage to take one of the eyes, and that's why he reverts back into this lesser form, hmm. right? And then as we're fighting him, Emric comes in for the final blow. The eye takes control of us. And we're the ones that killed
3: nope, No, no, oh
5: nope, done, nope, brutal. done. Unsubscribing, done. <laughs> yes, Absolutely
2: brutal. not.
3: Yes. Like, my headcanon, by the way, is now that uh, Nidhogg is Cell from DBZ. <laughs> and if you pull the eyes out, he reverts forms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well.
5: Nope. Nope so much nope If All we can nope. actually kill Emric it would be,
1: it would, oh. it, would be no. it would be a good narrative no. device nope. it really nope. would Mm-mm. sure would Mm-mm.
5: Nope done uh uh-uh. would be very no. uh, Would you no. actually unsubscribe I mean, for a little while, maybe I, would, I, mean, I don't know if I'd unsubscribe. I would, I would, I would turn off the computer and I would walk away and I would need to do some soul searching.
3: Nika takes a month off. Emmerich, <laughs> I,
5: I, I think Emmerich's got to
1: die. It's got to be. Does, em, he does have to it's die. It's got to be either Emmerich or Astinian or Astinian the both of Astinian
5: is definitely going to
1: die. There's yeah. no question
4: about it. But this okay. whole story. I, I, think, it set set up for I think, think it should be both. I think it should be both. Yes, I really, cause. I,
1: I agree with that. I see, I
4: see a lot of the narrative set up there. Yeah. Here's why Emmerich dies. He gets stabbed by a fucking sewer rat in Ishgard. How do you get stabbed by a no-name scum of the earth in your own hometown? Yeah, he's not very good at, at, Anything. at his job. Yeah, his guard isn't very good either. No, they're he's not. He's wearing armor. Come on, bro.
0: Wait, Melchior, are you still there? Yes. You, you can I, say, what say that you, what, during what, the show. What What do you think about us ac- like like accidentally killing Emmerich?
6: You guys are fucking assholes. That's what I... <laughs>
2: the oh,
0: oh, monsters
6: they make me choose to, god cuz on the one hand istinian is is like is basically is the representation of of the the culminated rage uh the the Ishgardians have for the dravanians but on the other hand amric represents the the
0: erp the people they're
6: just being being built the relationships that are that are trying to form between the the Ishgardians and Javians, like he's the first step towards peace. They're so complete
2: like, opposites.
0: Yeah,
6: yeah, and and they're like two sides of the same coin because they want to end the war, but they're going about. They, but no, you know, you make a compelling
0: argument because if you throw a coin into the water, you don't just lose one side. <laughs>
1: well, in uh, you know, oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know, I uh, I I really do think that it would even be better right if we if if we are going to be the ones that kill emric That we actually have to initiate an action to do it. So it just sits there. It's like it's like the end it's like the end of Metal Gear Solid 3, where the game will just sit there and wait until you pull the trigger.
0: What if Emmerich finds a way to absorb Astini and the eyes and he comes up and takes your weapon, puts it right to his chest, and he's like, You have to do it.
1: What if, what if, hang on, what if what if the combo, like the the thing that looks sorta like nail at the end of the trailer is a combination I of like Emmerich stinian. and Astinian oh and the eyes. Yes!
0: Oh. That's what makes him transform.
1: Oh. That's it, It's Emmerich. Oh. It's it's bringing Dude, Emmerich. It. It's bringing it. Emmerich yes. into the equation that makes him transform into the nail dealer. Like, he thinks he
0: can stop
1: it Yes. So he's absorbed in as well. Yes!
0: Oh!
1: I like this. This is great oh. headcanon. This is great headcanon. Uh, uh, oh. I just wish that it would happen. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the point of this segment. Yes, Whoops. it is. Uh, thank you, Melkuria, for the call. We really appreciate it. Uh, I, we, any shout outs? Uh, yeah. Do you have any shout outs real quick? Fuck you guys! Okay, then that's your shout out. That'd be a no. Uh, Good so, shout out. So, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype one zero five one five eight seven one five. Our call in line also, is fixed. Thank God. One last thing to add: as we kill him, as we deliver the final
0: blow, yeah. it needs to like like actual the visuals of it. Right, it needs to flash hearts and farts a few times. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like we're remembering all the people we've lost. Right. Straight
4: up. Yeah. We should be like doing this out of vengeance for a horse font. Ooh, Or maybe right. just like neon signs. that has has like little neon hearts and Ooh. a guy farting. <gasps> and then, oh my God, you know what? Even better afterwards,
0: like all the little cleanup stuff. When you're talking yeah. to Tataru, you start to notice she has some type of animosity for you. And she starts pointing out why is it that everyone around you dies. <laughs> and it turns out she blames you for like minfilia. Mm. Brita. That would be tough. Who? None of our science
1: Tataru. were
5: dying before you showed no, up. Who's is, who is his moon Brita person? Shut up. Mute uh, him.
1: All right. Well, that is going to take care of Limit Break Radio for today. Thank you, guys. Uh, we still got Paul Bunyan hanging on the line. Let's read a couple of emails before we take off here. We'll uh, talk to Paul and uh, and then wrap it up before we got to be over for our next show. Final Encountercast over at twitch.tv slash encountercast. Uh, We're going to be talking about Notch's recent tweets, and is he a sexist? Well, we're going to break all that down over on Final Encountercast. It's twitch.tv slash Final Encountercast. Who wants to read this first email here? I'm going to read the first email because I actually uh, have some words for this person. Okie dokie. I don't know.
0: I fucking hate your iPad.
1: (laughs) Well, it hates you too. I can tell! Are those (laughs) your words for the person? Yeah, do you want me to read it? Are you Okay. Do you need me to step in? Not go ahead. It's not fucking loading. Uh, Square Enix caused the death of my free company, and I hate them for it. Uh, the way Kahlo, Escalia, Juxta, and Anero speak of their free company and new house reminds me of my free company from eight months ago. FC members were active in the game, posting to our FC forums, hanging out in the FC voice chat, and even playing other games with FC members. It was great. But then SE decided to, that the honeymoon was over, and game became ridiculous, gear progression became tighter some little to no casual or mid core group content maps and dungeons can only be done so many times the script system the crafting profession system all of these things cause our once incredibly active FC to see only two options of actively of uh, actively available to them when they logged on uh, uh, face smash Alexander or grind for tomes minion and mount farming doesn't serve as content suitable for day in day out content The FC leaders tried to drum up more interest in the game. FC parties, costume contests, hide and seek giveaways, and all kinds of things of uh, other activities were uh, scheduled. Uh, Some of these were successful. Some were not. The FC leaders languished for months amongst themselves as they saw the slow death and decline of the FC due to the state of content from Square Enix. And then 3.1 was delayed. 3.1 3.1 was great for a week or two, but it was uh, just a delaying the inevitable. When an FC is dying because paid content can't keep players interested, not even the valiant efforts of player-run in-game activities can staunch the bleeding. Ultimately, it's that feel of community uh, of community slash liveliness which is what is critical for a free company's success, in my opinion. It is, uh, I'm going to add to that it's also critical for the success of any mmo yeah but you need active members in addition to leaders logging in and this is what is and this is where it hurts a bit i spent years with most of my fc struggling through content laughing at jokes cursing rmt tells and cheering the success of members now when i log in only four members have logged in during the last 30 days ouch We went from a top 25 FC To one that is essentially dead Some of the members left for other Free companies some even joined the LBR FC when they saw what was Happening it doesn't (laughs) It it doesn't bother me that people Left for the FC they wanted to continue To enjoy FF 14 and my FC was no longer getting the job Done I tell myself that I should just Join a new FC but for some reason I can't bring myself to do that That was the FC I had from day one I've invested years of my life into it. Leaving the FC would be a stab in the gut, but staying means I may not ever enjoy the game like I did before. This is the hardest choice I've ever had to make in an MMO. Quitting 11 was not this hard, and I don't know what I should do yet. It's the people who you surround yourself with which makes the MMO great, but the people need need a game to give them a reason to stay. I guess the point of my rambling after hearing episode number 64 is to give you the encouragement to keep staying plugged into the game, but more importantly to the people you play with because if you don't, the game continues to drive people away. Well, I think we can guess what may happen. Uh, Essie, you killed my free company. I want to hate you for that, but I can't thank you enough for giving me the time I did have with my FC. I was uh, far better to have been part of something great than to have never been there at all. That comes from Gwenna Mindir, uh, the Legion of Halone on leviathan
3: one thing about this email uh, that really strikes me is like when we talk down about the game or we express frustrations with the state of the game it's not just our opinions we when we we do play the game we do talk to people we have people in the twitch chat we absolutely. get emails we're a lot of times reflecting these sorts of emails where we see people's frustrations even absolutely if, even if we're not particularly like obviously we're doing well with rfc we don't have as much a problem but nevertheless we see emails like that and we understand that frustration with absolutely i, I Oh, well,
0: see, I, I'm actually the complete opposite. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't really I don't think I, I think that the the uh, Gwenna Gwenna's uh, rage and frustration here is, is misplaced. I mean, you guys talk about the success of our FC. Sure. We don't do any oh. On Tuesdays,
1: we fucking run reset day.
0: Sure.
7: Well, we, don't, our, we don't
1: make things. We don't like RFC, RFC isn't even a year old yet. It's brand new. We're right. still we've still got that that the new FC smell. And, well, and sometimes there are only five or six people on. Sometimes there's 24 people
0: on. The point is, what makes an FC great is the people in it, not the amount of content necessarily in the game. Does it help? Of course it helps, okay? But Square Enix isn't the one that killed your FC. FCs live and die. Link shells live and die. You said it yourself. Some people went to other FCs. Some people went to the LBR FC. (laughs) You're literally seeing the death of it. And that's no one's real fault because like you said your leaders actually put in the time and the effort to make contact. Absolutely. But people are going to gradually leave for other games. And it's, so it's, well, it's it put, an
1: organic thing. It puts you in a position where you've got, I mean, it, you know, there used to be a very real thing where if uh, in FF11, if link Shell attendance wasn't where it was, that there would be serious recruiting efforts that yeah. went on. And if you're hemorrhaging people and not bringing new people in, because there is a churn with this game, yes. just like any you're going to get an audience and a subscriber churn. It's just naturally what happens. There are new people who join in all the time. Old people get bored and start playing Overwatch. It's just yeah. what fucking happens, okay? So, you know, when when that is the case, and the thing is, is that free companies tend to get very insular and very isolated. They absolutely can. And the thing that is unique to Limit Break Radio is that we just accept anyone, everyone, if you're like if you just know Limit Break Radio, or even if you just know us by by reputation alone It doesn't matter You're fucking in And then you're part of the crew And you're you're hanging out we with us We had three people join us and A not, few weeks ago None of them knew who we were Well and I'm not saying I'm not saying that Gwenna is being in, it, it, Or or their free company Is being exclusionary By any means No But I think that That's not one of the things That free companies Immediately think of When you know When, uh, you know, when they're looking at The number of people Dwindling uh, Yeah d- mm-hmm. Dwindling is How are we going to get new people How do yes. we become attractive To new players? Players and I I think events like That are very good and I'm curious what The recruitment from that was like Mm -hmm. Like if it were we give everyone The ability to invite yes I mean were Those events used as recruitment tools To try to bring new blood in because I Mean promotion is one thing and just trying To get people to do stuff amongst Mm -hmm. your group Is one thing but using that As a recruitment tool to try to encourage people To join your group I think is also hugely Important
0: now the other big problem That Gwen is facing right now is This idea that they have to hold Hold on to what the link shell was that they have to stay and go down with the ship. That's true. that's the reason that this all seems like such a dire situation to you is, is because you want to stay, but there's nothing to stay for right. everything around you is going to look bleak. Okay. This is just one chapter of your life ending. Find a new FC and it'll all go away. Uh, you know, you, you'll still have those memories. Obviously, you still have contact with those friends, be it through social media or actually still in game. Right. So don't be afraid to move on. You're not hurting. You're the only person you're hurting is by yourself. staying behind. Is, yeah. is yourself and you're finding other ways to sort of uh, like you know uh, blaming SE for the death of your free company is uh, just one way that you're. I guess you're trying to to deal with it. But I don't know. I think
1: I think that that's something that is. Um, I, I think part of our generation. You know, like there used to be. Uh, this thing like when you grow up you put all your toys in a box and you put them on a shelf and you never look at them again until you're an old man that was a generational thing that went away and I think that our generation is much more in touch with our childhood mm-hmm. and much more in touch with the things that may, used to make us feel good when we were kids and I think in a lot of ways we use that as escapism and we use that as a way to block out like oh I've got bills due or yep. you know I, I I had a tough day at work like mm-hmm. a lot of it is it,
3: it, it's a a coping mechanism yep. there's, there's a great study going on about that right now because of the era we grew up in where we grew up in the 90s where things were very positive in the world we you know all of yeah. us had our, our one to tw- like one to 12 years in there sure so we had very positive influences uh, in the 90s and then the 2000s had both 9-11 and the recession and the recession the yeah. big recession which put us such, like, such a dampening thing in our our teenage years uh, that most of us look so fondly back at our '90s thing, like we have a huge nostalgia thing that previous generations haven't had, but I, because of the way we grew up,
1: right? And 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 I think that there is some merit to that. But my point in bringing that up is, I I think it makes people our age uh, a little bit it, it, like decisions like this become a, a little bit tougher because you mm-hmm. get. Emotionally invested in something or you get Emotionally attached to something and You know like you kind of don't want To see it change like we I think we've all Been there sure can we all remember Our favorite link shell that we were in in Absolutely absolutely Absolutely. I mean hell I still talk about the Moonglow defense force from back in Ultima Online (laughs) these things are all The moonglow defense force these things are all a part Of you and they Mm -hmm. get written into your DNA And just because you leave the free company You're just leaving a name behind No one can take those memories from you so, no one can take those experiences from you, and the only thing that you hurt is, like Kahlo said, you hurt yourself by preventing yourself from having further experiences so in the future. So here is what
0: I ask of, of you, Gwenna. Leave your free company, okay? Find someplace else, whether it's another free company on your server, or just a link shell on your server, or hell, you're always fucking welcome over on Swagatanas in the LBR free company. Yeah. And, and this is the challenge I give to you. Find another FC and see if things don't turn around for you, because I would think that as long as you find the right one, that within a week or two, you're gonna look back and be like, "Holy shit! How did this all change so quickly? It wasn't anything. F- it wasn't anything that that Square Enix had done.
1: Right? It would just been on you, just making the change. I mean, everyone else has. Yeah. So if we had any kind of advice for you, that would be it. Um, but you know, I can, I, I can also sympathize with how discouraging it is because oh, it is absolutely discouraging. Of in so, fact, before we got sorry our free to hear about your before free
0: we got our free company, you know, before we made that that uh, change uh, a while ago, I was kind of feeling some of the stuff that Gwenna was feeling even with just LBR. Like I was actually joining all kinds of other link shells hoping to find some, you know, little like tight-knit community right. that that I could, you know, hang out with and socialize with. And right. luckily the free company has somehow which is the exact same people that were in the link shell, but somehow just putting them into a free company changed
1: that dynamic. So. it. it it does change the dynamic i mean i think that maybe that's something that's worth talking about although i'm not sure how we would exactly talk about it but the dynamic shifting from a free company or a link shell to a free company does it changes a lot of stuff there so uh all right let's uh let's go back to our phone lines we've got paul bunyan from hyperion who's been hanging on the line what's up paul how's it going
7: hey guys how you doing
1: good man thanks for calling limit break radio what do you want to talk about
4: today
7: well, I did a little bit of digging. I didn't have to dig too far. Um, I uh, I saw the 3.3 uh, uh, trailer video that we all saw, and I realized that uh, I knew the location to the entrance of the deep dungeon oh. uh, right off the bat. Interesting. I uh, sent some screenshots to the uh, to the Discord chat. Uh, if you want to take a look at them, I included two screenshots from in game along with a uh, a map screenshot. Uh, to show you my exact location. Okay, uh, so the,
1: so where do you think? Uh
7: the location is just south of uh Druthers in the South Shroud. That's uh Oh I know where you're yeah. talking oh, about yeah. yeah.
4: it's that giant fucking hole. This just oh! that giant chasm. Yeah
7: th- that's been it's there. At 20, Twenty X sixteen Y it's that little chasm with a ladder th- uh, dropping down into it. You got those uh, the two, uh, the rope two, uh two uh two uh two uh, yeah, you got those two guys up there. They were taking notes, looking down. Uh, two chicken to go in themselves, and yep. probably rightly so. Yep, that will be where it and, is, and right. And if
0: you think about it, too, uh, within that within that zone, that's the entrance to uh, oh, the Thousand Maws of Total Rock. Uh, also... Um, oh, the Amdipori shit. Yeah, the Amdipori shit, which I'm pretty sure that when you do a, a quest early on, they refer to Total Rock as some type of, li- li- like, the Maddening Halls or, or something to do with the dead. Hmm. So... With it being in close proximity like that, it makes all kinds of
1: fucking sense. That's a very good,
0: very uh, astute
4: observation. Yes, very Paul astute Byman.
1: observation,
4: Paul. Good thing. poop observation. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: yeah, uh, we'll we'll definitely check out those uh, screenshots. I, I wish I could put them on the sh- on the stream. I'm not in uh, yeah, Discord at Yeah, the and, uh, but, uh,
0: Duke Block saying that it totally explains how Eda got down there. Not just because she's dead now, but right. falling down that deep chasm. Maybe that's where it could have led there. Yeah, yeah, easily.
1: Uh yes. yeah, <clears throat> and, and you know, my my I was thinking there there's uh one in I think it's East Shroud that um it's like this big circle stone thing that is it looks like it's the top has been caved in. Um mm. it's right there kind of north of Falgord. Uh if you were headed to Hearest Mill. I think I know what you're talking about. You'd be running right past it. There's that, it's got a fork in the road that kind of goes more toward a wooded area and then it also goes towards that Yep. Uh the the part where all the dyermites are. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I, I that's where I thought it was going to be because that's been a location since 1.0. Mm-hmm. And we've never seen any kind of payoff for that location at all. But I like your idea and uh I, I, you know that's definitely going to make me go check out that section of the map. Uh
7: yeah. th- um just a little background, uh Istumhar and uh Thousand Todorak are all Gilmorean ruins uh Gelmor was the civilization right. that uh that proceeded after the fall of amdapur uh where the survivors went underground because of the uh the fury of the elementals uh uh for their 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 misuse of white magics
1: yeah that uh, you know what all of that makes perfect sense um so uh good uh good theory craft in there paul we appreciate the call today to limit break radio got any shout outs before we let you go
7: Uh, Yes, uh, I have some from my free company. All Uh, right. My free company is the uh, shenanigans uh, free company of Hyperion. We have a uh, manor in the mist. uh, And uh, I want to give a a shout out to all the uh, people who have uh, joined the Evil Evocation X link shell. Uh, It's a a cross FC uh, uh, link shell uh, for many of the folks that we met and befriended here on Hyperion. So shout out to them.
1: Uh, cool. Thank you, Paul. We appreciate the call. And, uh, again, great theory crafting. Uh, Most, uh, most of the chat is, uh, it seems to be if that has has connected that yet or not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's take one more email here. Uh, one from no name. Uh, no, let's, let's go down one. Let's, uh, let's take this other, uh, Let's take this other email All
0: right, here. I got this. Yeah. Hey, LBR. Hopefully the subject there caught your eye. I got a bit of a doozy here for you, and I apologize, but I felt that there was something I wanted to address. A lot of times during the cringeworthy cross-community drama, someone on the LBR is shit, and you are shit for liking it side of things brings up the point that you are not community figures, to which you guys typically typically respond with, well, yeah, pretty much. Let me tell you why that's bullshit. <laughs> I listened to FF11 era LBR when I couldn't afford to play. I listened to each of the three-part episodes of early FF14 era when I couldn't afford to play Final Fantasy
1: 14 either. What was that? That's a new. That that was a new sound. Windows 10.
3: Oh, I bet Skype... That's your Adobe updates. I thought I
4: turned off all of the Skype sounds. Did you? No, I thought I did. that's
3: a... I get that. That's Adobe. Do oh, is Do you have is any it? Adobe program
4: installed on there? God.
3: Now he does.
1: Now, yeah. Well, now I'm gonna just have to turn off all of the sounds, which I did have... Bef- I, I'd had that set before, but goddamn you fucking Windows! Man, so not cool. Seriously.
0: <clears throat> then one day, after listening to one of the fractions of an episode at my new steady job, I decided to take the plunge. I'd wanted to play FF11 and FF14 before, but it was LBR that convinced me to finally give in and subscribe to Final Fantasy 14 now that I had the opportunity. It sounds really fucking lame, but I really have to say that that extra little push you host at Limit Break Radio unknowingly gave to me and others no doubtably changed my life. Nice. Seriously. Nice. Until I had become one of the 11 billion Final Fantasy 14 subscribers SE will boast about come <laughs> fanfest time. I was one of the I'll typical raging FPS tryhards that plagued so much of the gaming community. I was a sore loser, an obnoxious brat, and frankly, a general twat muffin in need of some serious ass beating. Speed hacks this, lag switch that, glitches, mods, noob tubes were the problem. Not me. I was too good, and telling me to calm down just meant that you are one of them. As I grew within Final Fantasy XIV, I started to notice a serious change in my attitude. I wasn't playing competitive games anymore, and I started treating my fellow players as human beings rather than machines designed to overthrow legit MLG gamers, bro. Now I can play games cooperatively and competitively and not get so mad that I suck at them. It's not the end of the world. I can get good if I put in the effort. There will be players gooder than I. Gooder. Now, now <laughs> Spelled taking, properly, right, too. Right, yeah, like of Now, taking the mindset I've developed from playing Final Fantasy XIV, I'm improving across the board in skill and in attitude. Of course, this all probably sounds unrelated, but it really isn't. The whole time leveling up through Final Fantasy XIV, I listened to LBR week after week, getting more rooted within the community. I was directly introduced to by you. If it wasn't for Limit Break Radio, I never would have thought to follow FF14-based streamers, tweeters, podcasters, and OST remixers. I would know nothing of Joe Never Fails, Juno Blue, Arthur, State of the Realm, Ride Hot, and so many more now that take up such a huge part of my time and keep me sane and entertained. Aside from that, moments on how the show have inspired me on a more personal level. Deep feels moments when Ascali and Juxtaphel helped encourage me to be more open about myself and the community in ways I was too afraid of as before. As a result, I've developed closer friendships with the FF14 community that I have in person in a long time. Being community figures isn't about always being agreeable or nice. It isn't about being officially sanctioned by the developers. Being community figures is about the community. You have connected with other members in the community in numerous unique ways, and I'm sure I'm not the only one to say that Limit Break Radio has actually changed my life. You may not be perfect, and you're frequently assholes, but you're community figures to us. Deal with it. Now that I've gushed enough rainbow vomit to cause another halt on housing reclamation, I'll shut up and let you take my money. Shout out to the developing Icarus Wings FC on Lamia, led by the wonderful Bonkers roommate Icarus Fell, and of course to the LBR's extended family on Swagatonis and beyond. Lots of love from your new patron, Kasumi Cascade of Lamia and Swagatonis.
1: Kasumi, thank you very much for that email. But uh, something that I just want to point out, you know, a, a, a big reason why we don't claim to be community figures is, first of all, anyone who makes the claim automatically, you're a douche rocket. Uh, Just stop fucking talking. Yeah, see the person who criticized
0: uh, Mithri by literally starting out with I'm going to speak for the community here. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah, the,
1: it's it's the people <laughs> who come truck. in and think that they are a voice for the community, which is something, you know, like we're pretty specific. Like, look, we don't we don't put that on ourselves. And there's something about the expectation right. of uh, uh, of being in this position, because along with it comes. You know, like a whole a whole bunch of, you know, comments. Well, you know, if they're in this position, they shouldn't hold this. Yeah. You know, they they should not say this. It's all of that external expectation that people place on us. And we've been very clear since day one. Even if you do invest financially in the show, you are not buying an editorial stake in the program. We come out here and we give our opinions or we do a bit that we think is going to be good or funny or meaningful. And it is what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting around afterwards really worrying about how was that bit received or, you know, like that. That's the part that we've let go, because I think that when you. Label yourself when you self-identify as a community figure. You have all of these responsibilities that you have to. You know, I that, think some better terms would be because she's right. We are figures within this community. Yeah, we
0: are not, and have, and we have never claimed to be. Community representatives. Or okay, leaders. the people leaders that, is or is what leaders. we hated. the people that we represent on the show, is Anira Grigori, <coughs> Carlo Landis, right. Juxta Landis, love you, sweetie. Thank you, Escalia Rayumasa, <laughs> Uh Dump Truck Hands. Okay, that's who we represent. But but she is right. We are figures in the community, and 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 I get that we are role models to some of our listeners. Absolutely. But what we claim to speak for is only ourselves. If you echo our sentiments. That's awesome. You're a cool person. But our opinions are
1: our own opinions. Yes. And and that is something that is really important to us. I mean, like super important to us is that, you know, we, we don't want to feel all of this pressure, this external pressure to live up to some kind of expectation that someone... just concocts in their head because we've got either nice microphones or we've got a good presentation or they just feel that our talent is wasted telling cock jokes on a FF14
3: podcast. Great power comes great responsibility. Well, And the other part is that like SE has had a total, uh, some total probably zero, I think correspondence with us ever. Anything we say is not coming from SE and we can promise you that it is our opinions. 100 percent
1: you know and and the thing is is you know going back and i don't i don't mean to dredge this up i don't don't even remember if this was a comment that was made on reddit or youtube or somewhere else but you know someone made the comment like oh you know a couple of months ago when uh was sharing his story about getting fired that doesn't actually happen that's that's not the way that that would have gone down and i'm just look yeah like it's it's fucking ridiculous that people would jump to that. Conc- he mithread me like he did the same thing that bleepy boopsy did to mithry, and <laughs> just ba- and 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 basically just judge the situation without having any kind of knowledge or forethought. And y- you know what? You look like a jackass because you're as wrong as wrong can fucking be. And it, you know, like that kind of shit doesn't bother me it completely rolls off my back and you know fuck it fine if that's the opinion that you want to hold after you listen to I don't know how much of my show fine then go for it that's that you get to like we don't sit here and say hey we're the greatest show ever you get to make that decision on your own and a lot of people say hey you're my favorite podcast which is awesome I think that that's great but you know what that's not like what we set out to be you know, we just set out to do a show about Final Fantasy 14 that we liked, that we thought represented us and our style of humor. And if you don't like it, then there's the door there's tons of other products that you can go invest yourself in or or spend time with it doesn't have to be limit break radio and therefore it doesn't have to live up to your expectation funny Fun- was funny at
0: all funnily enough when he said there's the door he pointed to the window in the studio <laughs> that's right jump out the
1: window we're four stories up get the fuck out of here editor's note is not actually a window uh all right guys uh thank you so much for uh tuning in for episode number 65 of limit break radio. Uh, we're pretty excited. We're closing in on patch three point three. Finally. Yeah, we'll uh, next episode, uh, episode sixty six. You we'll wanna know most- how
0: it's no I, it's getting dire? This is the first week in all of Heaven's Ward that I have no desire to cap my tomes. Mm. Mm. I haven't capped
1: in like three or four weeks. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Join the club. Uh, But uh, next week, we're going to be talking about uh, what I'm sure will be preliminary patch notes that will be getting uh, released this week, and then we'll be prepping for patch 3.3, which is going to be dropping next Tuesday. Uh, So, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Limit Break Radio. Thank you for your calls. Shout out to Marcus, Melchuria, and Paul for calling in today. We really appreciate it. Thank you for your email emails if you want to email us hosts at limit share all of your thoughts and feelings we'll be happy to read them on the air again hosts at limit once again please if uh, if you use Google Play uh, Limit Break Radio and uh, all of the LBR network are available over on Google Play now and uh, if you're feeling so inclined toss us a review on iTunes it really helps other people find the show and it helps us come uh, come up in more searches so uh, if you would be so kind head on over to itunes and leave a review for limit break radio the lbr podcast network uh final Encountercast or refresh speaking of refresh those of you that are fans of refresh refresh is going to be returning to twitch.tv slash final encountercast on wednesday at 6 p.m Uh, We are not able to maintain the morning show schedule, so we are going to be moving the show to 6 p.m. We don't know if it's going to be at that same time next week, but we're going to try to keep you guys up to date with all of the scheduling information that we can. So make sure that you check out FinalEncounterCast.com for an archive of shows going back uh, to episode 50, no, 45 when we revive the show. So head on over dot finalencountercast.com. So to refresh check that out. Is coming back. Refresh is coming back. Yeah, boy's coming. Uh, oh, shit. What up? Uh, so uh, yeah make sure you uh, check out our website limit Uh thank you guys for uh, you know heading over to the website and downloading the show uh, you know you guys have been downloading the show in, in insane numbers uh, and hitting us up on uh, youtube youtube.com slash limit radio and we want to thank you guys for all of your support at uh, whether it be over PayPal during this show whether it be as a subscription on Twitch or whether whether it be at patreon.com slash limit break radio uh, we really really do sincerely uh, uh, value your support and it's uh, it's great because you know this is not just something that you know you you just buy into uh, you, you become a part of the product like you, you know look at uh, look at the way that uh, you know we've been able to make listeners a part of this show we allow you to call in we read from the chat as much as we can we read your emails we Read your tweets. We we have brought listener interaction up by three notches in this community. So uh, please do you know do your part and join us here on Limit Break Radio next Sunday. At uh, 1 p.m., to uh, join us for the live fun. Uh, that's going to do it here for Limit Break Radio this week. I want to thank my crew, Kooky Persona, who's been manning the phone lines all day. We've got Juxtaposition, Kalo Landis, Nika Kayanian, and Ascalia Rayumasa. Thank you guys so much for all your hard work. I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com, Bender Media Productions. Today's episode was produced by Aniro Grigori, Kala Landis, Kuki Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorizia are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Captain Failboat, Zuri Inurexin, Azura Giaccio, Bianca Forwin, Kalina Ashsaber, Thor Carson, My Waifu, Satori Komeji, Darby Kins, and Sakura Chan, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by The Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by The Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.